And we are back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man Podcast, episode 292. We are eight episodes away from hitting 300 episodes. That is pretty exciting because I never had a show hit that milestone ever before. So I got to calculate how many shows I have to hit to that point so we can have a you know celebration as we usually do when we cross a milestone. But Mr. Nick Garber, who we had on for a one-on-one show uh, recently, earlier this week, this week, actually, if you guys want to go That's check Tuesday. out that one-on-one show, please go and do so. But he'll be pretty much, hopefully, you know, joining us weekly, semi-weekly, whatever, to join the shows on Friday, actually, because we needed more white people. You know, more the white, the better, right? The black or the worse. Is that a saying? <laughs> <laughs> and also, he has a comic book store called apogee comics you can go buy books straight from yeah. him and i actually bought one on stream when i was with him and the, the books mm-hmm. are like priced like five bucks and the shipping is like three dollars so you can get books for like eight dollars so yeah it's like mucho cheap yeah oh. i definitely made sure i got those and i got the one where he said he had a problem with the one guy so it'll just be a one shot that way i could just read it and review it and i'm straight up done with it just like my dad was in my life when i was born so you know. Wow. But yes, you're absolutely correct. It, it should go up in value. If the stroke would have <laughs> killed me, it probably would have gone way up in value. Yeah, you know, you know, dude, we were talking about like comic pros and being lazy and all that stuff. It's like I told people you you had a stroke and you were still getting stuff done. A literal stroke. That that is like Wow. Yeah. I a person who yeah. had a stroke is getting their stuff done over someone. I'm just saying, but, man. Yeah, because my wife is super cool. She like she after they got me in the ambulance, she runs down and she's like Give this to him. He's got shit to do. And I'm like, I'm going through a stroke. And I'm like checking emails. I'm like, okay, I got some fulfillment things I got to take care of when I get back. All right. Got a new artist on this. Okay. Okay. Got some submissions. Cool. Cool. Uh, Let's see if I can hire anybody after this medical bill. (laughs) You know. Oh, and uh, what's up, Chaz? How you doing, man? And... Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, I like having, you know, new people join. It's all like, you know, you got to fill out the vibe of someone because usually that's why I have a one-on-one with them first. Like, I can kind of feel like this is person, a, a liberal communist who's talking about trans kids. And I'm like, okay, uh, I'll see you like in three years on another second appearance. But if you're a cool guy, you're talking about all this stuff, it's even pretty fun. And, oh God, just why do people do this to me? I just want to have a day where we don't have to deal with anything. But then people just got to do stuff. And it's just like, wow. You can't go a day without this stuff. It's just not possible anymore. So I've just come to realize that, you know what? We'll just do our own streaming service. We're going to make our own streaming service called MSK Plus, and we're going to do IRL podcasts and IRL stunts. I'm going to jump on skyscrapers, leaping from the other one to the other one. My only trick right now is being able to walk without a cane. Okay. Well, my mine is a lot more depth-defying, so I, yours will probably keep you alive for the next, like, 50 years. <laughs> Stairs. Just watch me go downstairs. It's hilarious. Oh, God. But how's everyone's weeks going, actually? Almost over. Yeah. Yeah. Good uh, Lord. Mine, mine ended just a couple hours ago, and I'm praising, you know, the holy baby Jesus for it. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> spend my whole paycheck. What? No way. You got paid and it's all gone? No way. Yeah. I bought an airplane ticket to uh, San Diego. And then yeah. uh, oh. I'll do it. And then I bought my ticket for Momo, I mean, uh, not MomoCon, but uh, MegaCon. Hmm. Nice. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Out in Orlando? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to drive nice. down uh, with a friend, and then um, I'm gonna go, I'll am gonna i be there on Saturday, and then I got to pay some bills. 
Hell yeah, man. I I got paid and I paid all my bills. And when I get paid again, I just gotta pull the rest of the money off for rent and pay this month's rent. I'm that's it. That's what you gotta live look forward to as an adult, guys. Getting paid, yeah. paying bills and just talking about like going on the yeah. internet in like a bar session, going first time paying bills. <laughs> oh god. I get oh, paid Lord. tomorrow and I I'll I'll look at it throughout the weekend because Monday all that shit's gonna go away. Yeah, and then taxes come up, you gotta Potential, you have to have insurance last year, so you won't get freaking like auditors for you know all the stuff going into 2023. It was ridiculous, man. Good lord, dude. I just want to live, you know. Why can't I just be able to live? Actually, That's I'm trying to get out to Florida or back to Texas. Where I don't have you, oh, you want to move from California? You're just done. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I spent <laughs> 18 years of my life growing up in this place, and it was a, it was awesome when someone else was paying the bills. <laughs> now, now as an adult, I'm just like, oh my god, it's a great place to visit. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I, I'd rather yeah. live either in Texas or in Florida. I'm, I'm born and raised there, and I don't even live there anymore. Yeah, I, <laughs> I escaped for six great years to the great state of Texas, and then circumstances, I came back, and I was like, God, why do I hate myself so much? See, Texas was my second choice. I'm in Georgia now. George's good too. I spent a lot of time there when I was in the army. The only thing that sucks is the cheating that's going on in the politics, but that's a whole oh, other okay. can of worms. <laughs> so. Cheating. I was like, are we talking about politics? Talking about relationships? What's going on here? Oh, yeah. Dr. I mean, Nick is on right now to help you through your burdens. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I, I guess they're all interchangeable politics relationships. If you have the if you have bad politics, you're gonna have bad relationships. If you have good politics, you might have good relationships. Or there either way, you know, it's gonna cost me money. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, Lennon. Oh, Chess is on. Lennon is a moron. Oh my god, I I had to call this lady because I need I need to know something. And then she was like, "Hey, you're gonna get me Netflix?" I was like, "What? Am I getting blown? Like, what the heck?" It's just get me that Netflix and get me a Costco membership. Like, I like Lenny. You sound like a two dollar thought. Please stop talking to me. <laughs> I hope you didn't do that. I did not do any of those things. Oh, I, was okay. like, I was like, hello. We don't even have a Costco in our area. If we had a Costco here, you know how much better our fucking town would be? It would look 10 times better. They probably actually beat out Walmart, honestly, and all the business, honestly. Uh, it's it's kind of expensive. People don't care. People don't care. It's overrated. Uh, yeah, I've been at Costco. We have one down there in Victorville. When you guys came to this one, literally 30 minutes down the hill. It's been there. It's uh, The food, I would say they serve is actually not that bad. I actually enjoy the food. But... When it's like just buying stuff from there, it's just you just buy stuff in bulk. That's really all it is, honestly. Yeah, uh, the bulk's overpriced. I mean, honestly, you can get the same shit at Sam's Sam's Club a little bit cheaper. Yeah, you can get most of the stuff cheaper anyway. Like in other places, also in the same quantity. I mean, if you need like freaking six pallets of toilet paper, your butthole might be a little runny. You might need to get that fixed. I'll say that you might you might need some medicine. <laughs> oh goodness Me. but we're gonna go through some of the news this week we're not gonna stay live that long i do have to work tomorrow morning but next saturday we can go a little bit longer because i don't have to work that saturday but we might i might go out of town to the lcs or something might, might as james want to go to the lcs next saturday and just talk you know go there spit some rizz with some girls you know take it's you an lcs it was in la it's we're, we're, we're watching the league of legends pros play live oh, I, I actually really? i actually cool. um I had my vlog from last year. I did. I recorded on my phone 
I have it on my computer now because you, you transfer the files on your phone. Because if you send them through Google Drive, it takes too long. So I, I have that footage. I'm going to put it out soon. It's just it's a lot of footage. I'll say. Are you going to record? You going to record while you're there? Or? Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, they allow you to. I yeah, you can do that. You know. Man, so many hot girls. They always hit on me every single time. They're like, "Oh, you can come back to my room." I was like, "Yeah, you know, uh, good, good, goodbye." You probably have like AIDS or something. Good lord. Like I just started sitting down and this girl just started spitting all types of riz at me. I was like, hello? It's like, I never, I don't have this in real life. This is where I'm at. I go outside and I look at the fucking bank and crackheads outside. Holy crap. That and conventions. Oh, good Lord, man. I felt, I don't think I've ever been to a convention in my life. I have to go to at least one before I die, at least. You've never been to a convention? Nor a con. I, I took my friend, oh, uh, friend, I just took a friend to his first convention down here in Macon. Do you like it? And, um, yeah, he liked it. It was kind of small. It was like, uh, imagine when San Diego Comic Con first got started. That's how small <laughs> it was. It was just a small little building, but like, I guess every year they're working up to get bigger and bigger. So, um, I mean, it would be cool once they get big enough, then I'll really have to be going all the way far for conventions and stuff. All right, let's do. Oh, God, guys, going down this stuff is a rabbit hole. So, you know, prepare for a. It's like, I know some of these guys. Want to appear on like the Hollywood Human Centipede? They 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 they're just trying to figure out which part of it they're in at this point, you know? Because this is ridiculous over here. Like this stuff is so so freaking dumb. But you know what? I'll save my raging out for later because you know I'm a nice guy, as I've always said. There you go. All right, but before we do that, before we do any of that, this is um Mr. Nick Store. You know, so we, we're gonna have to like get him into the feels of what we're doing here. We gotta grease his wheels oh. a little bit. We gotta get his. You got to get them ready, you know? I'm going to stop you right there, MSK. Yes, that's what I was going to say. You read my mind. Holy shit. Fuck. Great minds think alike, wow. don't they? That is Look some great this. art. Wow. Thank you. I did uh -huh. it all myself, and he paid me very well. He didn't pay me at all. I'm black. <laughs> I don't deserve anything. So uh, I keep forgetting this character's name. Oh, that's Bengali. Bengali. Yeah, the demon is San Diego. Oh, God. California and demons. Oh no, that is that's too on the nose right there. You know, but anyone says, "Oh my God, these books cost too much money." Don't worry, I will, I'll add one to my cart. I've already bought this. I bought the other one, so you can see. There you go. Check out. I'm gonna check. I think it's eight dollars, right? It looks right. Eight dollars, right there. There you go. Proof, right there. You you could get like every single issue for like less than a, what forty bucks, honestly. If you tell it up together, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would be like about thirty six eighty eight probably with all everything. Yeah, yeah, you got uh, someone three said, issues can I... So yeah, there's there's quite a bit on there right now. You know what someone said? Uh, someone said, "Could I PayPal paying for his stuff?" I was like, "That stuff is eight dollars." That means you'd be giving him two dollars every what? No, hey, I, I've done that. It's like oh, that's only like twelve bucks, but I only got like six dollars in my bank account because it's before payday, <laughs> and I'm like. Making installments on this $12 purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy my money, Eric Larson. Good lord. I just um I should stop doing PayPal paying for us. I am little I, I need to stop. I think I have like six going. They're most of them are already done. I just bought a my newest book was Batman Aliens. It was the Dark Horse Batman collaboration. Yeah. I, I remember the story really fondly when I was hearing when I was I had to watch videos about it. I was like, I was like, oh god, this is my cock in the cat, it's gonna explode. And then you know, I was like, Nerd Wars last night, he had his, he, he brought up, I was like, I don't own that. So the what the book that he has, that specific artwork with that book is like 70 something dollars. 
I was like, you know, you got that for a steal, right? How much, how much you pay for that? They're like, gave it to me for like 12 bucks. 12 bucks? That book retails for like, even used for like 50 bucks. So I had to go and scour on eBay and I managed to find one with the guy that had one, but it wasn't that specific artwork. It was the one where it's Batman's face and the alien's face on there. I was like, good Lord, this looks so beautiful. Man, imagine what fan service could do, honestly. How so there's Batman. Batman have? There's like three alien Batman books. There's Batman Predator, Superman versus Predator, Predator. Alien. There's Green Lantern versus Alien. That's that's the best concept right there. Green Lantern versus Alien. That's awesome. Imagine just like a yeah, chest booster yeah. infesting like one of the lanterns and being able to use its like actual constructs. That'd be cool as hell, yeah. honestly. You're gonna get some similar stuff in Solarium Prime, one of my comics. Because mm. it takes place off world. They're gonna have hot ladies and big butts. It's a comic book, yeah. Okay, good, good. <laughs> it's, a, it's a 90s style comic book. I'll just leave it at that. All right, I like That's it. The first thing I thought when I opened this, I was like, okay, this is this is the good stuff. This is what I remember. Because man, I fucking messed the 90s. Mm -hmm. oh, so hard. And, Wait, waiting in line for like spawn one to hit the comic book shop. Like a bunch of 12 and 14 year olds and older comic book fans. All getting along until that door opened, and then it was beveled. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the idea of waiting for something until it comes out. I like, you know, I was talking to people in this anime group or this bleach anime group where I got fucking kicked out for like a week because I called someone a stupid bootlicker. He was trying to basically use this narrative of like this filler arc is not as bad as everyone said, and it's like it's so much different to binge something versus like actually being there watching it when it's new. Ye like waiting week after week after week for something new. It's like it's, it, I don't really care if you have a different opinion, but you can't. Why do people do that? I don't know why people don't like this. Do you know which time period it came out in? Okay, then you could probably maybe understand why this wasn't very well received. Then it's like it doesn't take that long to figure these things out. And I wanted to also show you guys this really quickly before we go. Oh my god, my thumbnails getting too good. Also, update on the Iron Man podcast. It's done. All the episodes are finished. Now, I got to work on putting them out on the platforms. And thank you, Vagamon. I'm using your thing in just a little bit of time. Just give me a little bit. Uh, so I want to show you guys the... Um... <laughs> oh, God, please. Mercy on my soul. This is the ideal situation, I'd imagine, for Star Wars. Now, if this, uh, this is a Star Wars movie, how would you feel? Oh, my God. Ew, God. That's a big pile of shit. <laughs> oh, holy shit, man. <sighs> well, you got me that time because I wasn't expecting that. You're debauchery. Produced by Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> I saw I saw that in the Nerdrotic Facebook fan page, and I was like, I need I need to save this. This is getting saved. <laughs> that 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 just made me laugh so hard. I was like, yup, they pretty much described the state of Star Wars. We had two people leave watching on Twitter because I just <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like, oh my god, this is an X-rated show. Can't you listen to my kids? Imagine people are going to listen to this on their Roku TVs and they're like, oh, oh, Jesus. This is a church family. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright. Let's go over some of the stuff here. So, once in a while, I like to keep up with some of the news here. Discussing film went re literal retard today. Uh, Ed O'Neill says he almost joined the mob when he was broke before he decided to pursue acting. It's He's true. like a black belt in jujitsu too. Like yeah. he could work a bad motherfucker. Don't oh. mess with Al Bundy. 
<laughs> oh my god and if you ever have a chance listen to him tell the story of when he went to his co-star who played marcy on married with children when he went to her lesbian or was uninvited to the wedding it's oh. one of the funniest things you'll ever hear in your life i swear to god all right what else we have here robert Downey jr says christopher nolan doesn't even really like it when you go to the bathroom but he understands you have to that that that's a crazy human being right there i asked him dude when you when do you go? And he goes 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. I was like, are you fucking with me? There- <laughs> I remember wow. this, I don't know if people watched uh, Tick, Tick, Boom. It was the Andrew Garfield like biopic. He was cosplaying that one uh, musical singer. The director got so mad at him because he wouldn't sing this line properly. The director took his shoe off and threw it at him in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what happened. He, he understood he, wow. he was kind of messing up a lot. I remember like Watching Spider-Man 2, like, I had the DVD as a kid. We watched the behind-the-scenes features. Like, Sam Raimi was really hard on people when they didn't do mm-hmm. scenes correctly. You know, they were like, he's like, you better do the scene fucking right or we're, we're calling it quits today. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. All right, man. You're insane. So, like, you know, Nola's movies always come out pretty good. So, there's got to be a level of, like, hey, you we're, – we're not make, make, making, like, some trash here, you know? Even though there's a right. toilet here. So, can't make this stuff up, honestly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see perfectionists like that. They are – they – have a schedule and that's just what they stick to and mm-hmm. i've heard that about nolan with other things the bathroom's a new one but uh, it's not surprising <laughs> no <laughs> I, mean, I remember Downey jr you can say yeah okay remember man. the christian bale thing he wouldn't let christian bill go to the bathroom for like it has to be eight hours in between like, like two bathroom well, breaks it, it actually works with christian bale in the batman movies because he can't like they and any of the batman movies once they're in the suit they're gonna lock in yeah. Until the shooting's done. So you get done with all your other business yeah. before you're in the suit, or you're kind of screwed. Phil Severa, who served as a stunt and fight coordinator on the Netflix Daredevil series, is now returning for Daredevil Born Again. Awesome. Oh, oh shoot, there's a shock. Oh, Lord. Bring Good. back more of the original cast. This is what I, okay. I, I know people like have watched Echo and all that stuff. Guys, there's a reason anyone's watching this. We were watching some like podcasting places when we we're gonna see this episode. The reason why I don't watch the shows anymore is because I know they're mostly all gonna be bad. We were literally waiting for these shows' newest episodes to drop at 12 o'clock, right when they drop. Yep. These are not worth waiting for. I don't I, don't, I just don't see why people still watch them. They're, and it's the same reactions every single time. Ahsoka, oh, this is trash. Oh, Echo, oh, this is trash. Secret Invasion, it's trash. Loki season two, it's bad. It's the same. This this has been all the reactions for all these shows ever since they started. It's the same thing. It's like when fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. You, you know that that kind of thing is like. When do we get to the point where they Disney? You can't fool me anymore. This is bad at this point. I really you know? don't think that many people are watching it. To be, I'm. Have they released the numbers no, for Echo? No, the ones that we looked at for the Marvel shows, we saw that they were going down. Like the numbers over time did go down. The Star Wars numbers, they haven't revealed those yet. I'd imagine they're not that good. I would imagine. Don't quote me on they that. They spent the same amount on the She-Hulk series that they did on Avengers Endgame. What? Same amount of money. $250 <laughs> yeah, million dollars or something like that. Yeah, She-Hulk's How? budget was, She-Hulk's budget was like $220 million. Shit's crazy, Okay, man. I'm calling criminal activity. That's, Disney's That's money laundering. That's money laundering. No way. That is fraud right. and abuse. Fraud, waste, oh, and abuse right there. That's Kenya. criminal. Kenya Barris says his Wizard of Oz remake will follow a girl who lives in the Bottoms, a huge apartment complex located in Inglewood, California. He is also now remaking It's a Wonderful Life. No. I'm, no, no, just, just 
Nope. Nope. He could have just filmed the Wiz. I mean, I, I'm not even gonna exert brain power on that. I've got like, I've got six superhero titles that are for sale. If you want to do something original, please I'm just God, saying, quit remaking. This shit. sounds. If this is true, this is the dumbest thing I've ever read in my life. And if anyone, if this movie actually goes it's through, a wonderful life. If this movie actually goes through, that will make like five dollars at the box office. I'm not even gonna waste brain power. Exerting how stupid that is. <laughs> Who I've done it. It's Kenya Barris. What are they known for? I've never heard of this person. I've never heard of them. Your mom. I don't know. Oh, it's a new horror movie? Your monster brilliant. Oh, okay. That's a new horror movie. Okay. Michael. Love First look horror. at Michael Jackson biopic starring Michael Jackson's nephew, Jafar See, Jackson. As a uh, let me say something about this. I'm tired of all the Tupac and um, Michael Jackson and Bruce Lee biopics. <laughs> they're, just... they're the same too. Biopic movies have the same story beats every single time. Once you, God, and, and I know people rag on the MCU for kind of having like this formula or whatever. These movies yeah. have it too. Yeah. Well, a lot of these you, movies you... have. A lot of these movies have the same story beats over and over and over again. What is man? I can only imagine what that ending's gonna be. Guy, fuck, you know. Give me a biopic on Flavor Flav, and I'll be happy. He's black. <laughs> well, yeah, in, like, is he? Not you cannot dog on the greatest musical biopic ever made, and that is Walk Hard: The Ballad of Dewey Cox. Walk hard. <laughs> yes. If you ever see Flavor Flav drumming, it's absolutely amazing. You've been had. We we almost ran over Flavor Flav once. We did. We almost ran over. uh, From the courthouse. Sounds (laughs) about white. So I went to a public enemy concert at, um, there used to be this place in San Diego called 4th and B. And they weren't paying their bills, but they used to throw all these dope shows. And then, um, but so I guess they were on tour and they went to Japan before they came to San Diego. And... I guess there was a street magician that Flav loved his tr- magic tricks so bad that he brought the guy on tour with him. So no he way. stopped the middle of the concert. Like that concert was so wild because he would stop it for like these random things. Like he had these random speeches like, all right, stop. And then, but this guy, this Japanese guy was like blowing balloons from his ass and shit in like the middle of this concert. <laughs> it's like, but but yeah, if you get a chance to go to a public enemy concert, go. That that shit goes crazy. Slave, hmm. slave. All right, uh, let's go down. Michael B. Jordan and Ryan Coogler's newest movie will reportedly be focused on vampires. Okay. All right. Okay. Right. Two black guys word. making a movie, sucking each other off. Whatever the jokes. Next kind of write themselves. Daredevil Born Again will be no longer 18 episodes, but instead more in line with the Netflix show's original episode count per season. Each Marvel Netflix season was 13 episodes. Yeah, I I mean, I'll be honest here. They can barely do six to eight episode shows. Doing something longer might actually make people's brains actually fall out. Especially (laughs) since nothing fucking happens in any episode. (laughs) Nothing happens. (laughs) Nothing Nothing happens. Nothing of note. Nothing of note. Yeah, it's basically these are like filler shows with filler episodes, and then you'll have like maybe one good episode sprinkled in with like an action scene, and like that's it. Or they'll they're not, a, they're like, not a good episode. You have one episode where a little bit fucking happens to. Yeah, you're happens. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, question: Like how I watched G Hulk. Uh, they're probably be fifty four minutes. Oh, I see, minutes. I'll, yeah. I'll say that's what the problem is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when like when we're on regular TV blocks each 
an episode to a show is like 30 minutes or whatever like you yeah <laughs> I, i'm sure they film you know extra scenes or whatever but when you're on yeah. the time constraint you have to you know you have to get uh to the beginning <laughs> point of the end or whatever right these super long drawn out shows uh, they it's just a bunch of like slow moving scenes and stuff and it doesn't get to the point and just drags on and that yeah. it's not just this show but i mean i haven't seen the show at all but i know the other shows there was like man like this is longer than a movie sometimes yeah dude uh, so, so, the, the, i'll be honest with some of these shows are like literal snore fest literal just like, like bro nothing going on and then oh my god Yo, i watched she hulk out of spite you did like, i heard I, daredevil i heard daredevil's gonna be in it and yeah. like we talked earlier in the week i'm a huge daredevil fan i got my daredevil hat on mm-hmm. <clears throat> got a costume i don't fit in can't do a flip but i heard he was going to be in there in the in the original um yellow and, and red suit yeah <laughs> so i kept watching i was like when is he gonna show up and when he showed up i was like ah oh. well i mean that's matt murdoch clapping cheeks you know and then he did the walk of shame then and then i kept walk- watching he, he did have sex with she hawk so we clapped those two. Oh, in the comics he's clapped everybody's cheeks yeah. If I was in his comic, he'd probably clap my cheeks, and I'd let him. Huh, me too. But that's the, See, you, the biggest... You did uh, what I did with uh, Berserk 2016, the, the CGI Berserk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, man. After that episode, I was like, I, I am just spite-watching this. I can't believe I'm Dude, I'll be honest. Crazy. I had to... She-Hulk bored the... Like, Loki, I thought, was really boring. But She-Hulk was like, dude, there is nothing here, man. This is, like... I could like drink four bottles of NyQuil and that still wouldn't be as boring as fucking watching that She-Hulk show. It's terrible ass. And, people, the, and the time I dropped out, Daredevil comes in and he blows her out. And I was like, really? Really? When I drop out. I, and I, re- I really like that suit too. I mean, it was a mm-hmm. repaint of his Netflix suit, but I, I liked seeing him in the OG colors. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest with people. I know Kevin Feige came in and asked whatever BS they had before. Like he's not going to, he wasn't going to appear on the suit for like four episodes or whatever, but like given the track record of these shows, I just legit have no hope. This would even be good. And it's going to be 13 episodes. It, it will legit be their longest Disney plus MCU yeah. series. If they can't even do six episodes to entertain you, how would doing a show longer do it then? They can't even tell uh-huh. a story in six episodes. See, I don't know why they do that because they know their story could be concluded in about three or four episodes. Yeah, right. And I think the the missed mark with uh, Disney Marvel is it's like you're sitting right on the cusp of doing either Midnight Suns or the Marvel Knights, mm-hmm. and they haven't done either one of those. That require them making good decisions. Actually, discussing I mean, you film, got- decided. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what? We'll just turn off our comments for this one. Known transphobe J.K. Rowling is now reported to be an. A- an active executive producer on the Harry Potter series, or she will be involved in the show's decision making. So they're gonna do a new Harry Potter series um coming out very soon. And they turn off their replies like pussies. I mean, Fuck why you. wouldn't the creator of the franchise be involved with decision making? I mean, that makes sense. Doesn't make sense that you would be mad about that. Yeah. Yeah, you probably would want the person who made the property to be involved with the show. That'd be a good idea, you know. Yeah. <laughs> By having any ob- objective opinion on the uh, trans community, that voids you of all, you know, mm-hmm. legal property. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if anyone reads these quote tweets, they are beyond cringe. Oh, do not. You will get actual AIDS reading that trash. No, no one's donating to that. No, fuck off. 
Uh, I've not watched season two of Invincible. I watched season one. I really enjoyed season one. I got to end up watching episodes yep. of this too. Oh, what else is here? Kate Blanchett and Michael Fassenbender will star in Steven Sonder, Soderbergh's new spy thriller, Black Bag. They could have said Black Fag right there. It was right there for the taking. They didn't do it. What's the thing I saw Kate Blanchett in? I saw her in that carnival movie with the guy who voiced Rocket Raccoon. That was the last thing I saw her in. Oh, Bradley Cooper? Yeah, yeah. I saw him. It was Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, and uh, William Defoe. It was that that Carney movie where he was scamming people. Yeah, it came out during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah, right? It was an awesome movie. Yeah. Tron 3. I've never cared for anything Tron related. So if anyone knows, Tron 3's began filming, I guess. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I really liked them. I liked the uh, Tron 2. Yeah, you tease for Madam yeah, Web? Like. Madam Web? No. All right. The flight. Att- uh, who watches this? Who's watched this bitch out of anything other than, other than Big Bang Theory? Wine Moms. I didn't even know she was in that. <laughs> she was in Wine Moms? Oh, that sounds kind of hot. Yeah, she I mean, was in Charmed for a while. A lot of people don't know that either. And guess yep. what? Miles Morales is still Miles Morales. And guess what? The Spectacular Spider-Man, I checked the release date. Yeah, it comes out March 6th. I will get this and I will review it. I'll, it. I'll check out anything with issue number one on it. Might as well. It, you know, gets me in wet. You know, it gets like my feet wet when I'm having sex with a girl. You know, you got to lick her special places to warm her up for the power poundings. Um, all right. Hold on. Give me a second here. Let me put the trailer music on. But yeah. Anybody going to be buying that beside me? Um, I'll probably pick it up. I'm more interested in that Ultimates uh, Spider-Man, where they're going back and Peter's getting his powers. While I bought it. Like, it, it, it yeah, I came in. Yeah, he's married to Mary Jane, and he has two kids or three kids. I think yeah. that's awesome. Damn. That's a selling point right there. You know, what's interesting is that. Oh, good lord! People don't even know. People forgot this. Marvel is going. So they already can't sell half their shit now. That's they don't sell most of that. So then they're like, you know what? Let's bring back the Ultimate Universe, an idea that was conceived because they wanted to reimagine their heroes even though people didn't like that back in the day they didn't like that and they thought you know what we'll still go through the idea then you guys all the bullshit it killed off spider-man and peter parker's stuff and all that, right and they're like oh cancel this universe all right let's bring it back but now we're gonna bring it back where we're gonna have people write the characters better than what's going on in the main continuity you legit can't make this up and they're gonna have separate titles for characters Separate from their main universe is going to be uh, Spider-Man, which I got. Then it's going to be Black Panther. Then it's going to be X-Men. So wait a minute. They're going to have an ultimate X-Men title when they can barely write, when the people that they hire right now can barely write X-Men. Claremont's what? available. Every time I see him at a con, he's, he's just waiting he's for there. Yeah. And them the to ask him X-Men, The newest X-Men issue is <laughs> coming out later this year. It's called Rise from the Ash. Just two on the nose, man. I don't know, but I thought the name was funny. Where people already call X Men dead, and the fucking book's title's <laughs> name "Rise from the Ashes." <laughs> they know what they're doing. That it's it's this is not purposeful, but like, remember X Men? Yeah, remember? remember remember when it was good? Yeah, go. You can go read the Ultimate X Men. We're probably gonna hire better writers anyway. It's like fuck me, man. Oh, that'd be oh, funny yeah. if they get Claremont to write that. <laughs> that would be. Amazing. If all they're doing with the ultimate universe is what everybody actually wants and kind Mm -hmm. of test testing the waters that way, you know, we'll have good X-Men written by Claremont, you know, uh, we'll have a pre uh, 
uh, Jean Grey, AFI'd Iceman. Uh, we could have, you know, all the good stuff back. We'll s- maybe that's what their plan is to just kind of see, well, maybe this will sell if we actually give people what they really want. Yeah. I just to... find it so weird how they can barely get the main timeline of their characters even in somewhat good shape to even sell to people. And they're going to create another universe for characters or we outside of maybe like Spider-Man that can't sell even very well properly. And they're going to hire different. I just don't get it, man. Oh, my God. I hate it. Burn it all. to the This is so stupid. <laughs> then later on this year, guys, then a Marvel Vampire series in spring. Vampires in spring. I wonder how many books that will sell. I just Ooh. only wonder, you know, Marvel Zombies didn't sell very well. Well, because they didn't release in October. It's because it was written like complete crap, honestly. Also by Robert Kirkman, which is really weird how he writes his own stuff very good, but it's very else's stuff is trash. That's purposeful potential. Yeah. I'm talking like, I don't know, once a week, right? Say on Wednesdays at 4 p.m.? The Spider-Man of Manhattan teams up with the Spider-Man of Brooklyn. No, no, no Spider-Man, no team-ups, just plain old Peter Parker meets mild-mannered Miles Morales. So, no. I love how he didn't call him Spider-Man. I love how he's not considered Spider-Man, even to Peter. I love it. Crime fighting, no web slinging. We just hang out like normal folk. Exactly. A totally normal thing for us to do. Nothing arachnobatic about it at all. No one speaks like that. <laughs> I was going to say, why is Miles Morales talking like a stereotype? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, mean, that I, is I, I was really... thinking that, too. Why that does he was... sound like a typical was... black person? Oh, my God. No, it's With not even a typical black person. It's like the a cartoonish black person. Yeah, exactly. That was yeah. Will Miles Morales finally have his own villains in this book? I guarantee I, I doubt it, honestly. I mean, anyone can hope. You said that it I was, know you totally promised that I we know. Would... I'm sorry. I love how they just, they just said in costume. <laughs> how else would they crime fight but naked? What? They just tell you the most stupidest thing ever. They're going to be in costume but in a comic book? What they're book? trying to do is, like, with this this whole thing is just trying to get mm-hmm. the uh, the movie watchers to go, go and buy the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's all going to be, well, I don't disagree. It's, uh, it's all around issue number one. Issue number one, they're going to have all for this. Spider-Man... For Spider-Man, people don't—they go all out. They do not only just the main, the five like main covers. They do like the retail exclusive covers, which is like four of them. And they do all the incentive variants. They really do go out for Spider-Man. Spider-Man gets all the attention, like Batman does for DC. Does Miles? Well, I, I, I mean, this setup is like okay. So you know, people who like regular Peter Parker, you know, yes. they're probably interested or whatever. But mm-hmm. like all the uh, Spider-Verse simps, the uh, they'll be all into. <laughs> Will, like, will they okay, will they buy this? Will they? Well, the that's why I think they, they have this voice acting for this ad right here. So I think they're trying to get people to entice them to like, oh man, Miles Morales. I love him in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I love Miles Morales. Yeah, I love that wigger. <laughs> oh god. That looks terrible. What the fuck am I even looking at? <laughs> what are those faces? What is that? Why does Peter Parker look like he's grooming Miles Morales in a bathhouse? This doesn't even look like Peter Parker. It looks like like, um, it looks looks like like James on crack. (laughs) It looks like Jim Carrey playing Peter Parker. 
No, I wouldn't even say Jim Carrey. Circa I, I 1991. It had been oh, like good. the Joker or whatever. It looks like Nathan, if he actually had like, if he was taller, <laughs> he actually grew up in New hey, York. The, if you put, if somebody can put glasses on Peter Parker. This will look like the uh, Marvel's version of Jeffrey Dahmer. The, the now, I, I understand people are going to watch this and go like, this is just a motion trailer. I get it, but th- this art is not good. This is bad. This is what, I mean, now I, now we know at Marvel and DC, you could, you could be potentially making $60 to $80 a page now. His eyes like all the way super high up. Whatever. I know the the only accurate or good art in there is how they drew Miles. Of course, good lord. Ah, that looks like right there. <laughs> I love how they put acclaimed writer. And you know how in movies they usually say like this is the guy that brought you like the Dark Knight or Interstellar or whatever to give you like name properties that you followed. They didn't tell you nothing what, what that guy's known about. Nothing. It just said it's an acclaimed writer for what? Because no, know? not even them it's know what he's done. This trailer is going to give me another stroke. <laughs> Am I supposed to care about this? Like, this was a terrible uh, trailer. This was garbage. Go back to where it shows all of the the uh, the city folk, all their faces again. Okay, I think it was about. Little, was it uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Right here, right here. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they're all bad. What the hell? They all look like they're special. That's supposed to be Mary Jane. Please don't tell me that's Gwen Stacy. That's no one Stacy. That's bad. That looks like crap. This 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 artist who who is paying these people, man? Uh, I don't know. This is like Ramos is usually a pretty solid artist. I don't. Nick, I'm pretty sure you could draw a little bit better than this. I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, I got samples. I got receipts. I got files of receipts. Oh God, it's... everything I've seen on that site is nice. Imagine the cover is going to be the best looking art piece. In the book. Yeah, see that that's more Ramos' style. Looks good. This looks good. Oh, good look, yeah. Uh, all the scenes of Spider-Man and Miles look fine. They looked okay. And even mm. the green monster, I which I'm not I, sure. I'm thinking it was a rush deadline. This had to, yeah, because this looks oof. I can't because if you, you see bet, Ramos's work, his stuff is really, really good. Like how it, much you want to bet if I go in this comment section, people are gonna say they're gonna love it, buy it, but when it comes to like March, they don't even they could even probably tell you when it came out or if they've read the story. It, it might sell 30,000 units. Maybe. Miles' voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. uh, okay. Spider-Man is literally him. Oh, okay. All right, dude. Quit being gay. All right. We'll, we will be reading. We will be. No, you're not. Your name even has parody. You ain't reading shit. Ain't. You ain't got no money. What the hell? I hope the Spider-Man kit. Okay, okay, dude. Okay, okay. I think that's need to ship these guys. Yeah, I think these are troll accounts. It has to be. These are bought, paid for accounts. Honestly, has to be. Another one that was childhood. Checks account. Italian little freak. (laughs) Liz Furman, OF. Okay. 
These are bot accounts. These aren't real. Means uh, ejaculation next to her name. That's on the nose. We won't be watching. (laughs) (laughs) At least they say fan account. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, yeah, it's a comic. Oh, my God. That wasn't a zinger, dude. That was not the W you think it was. Of course. I don't think you can watch a comic book. Oh, my God. Oh, my. They missed the joke. They straight up missed the joke. It's fine. It's whatever, I guess. All right. They're making so many good comics this year. I hope they don't end MJ and Peter from being married or I'm buying my. You already bought it. They already got their money. That's not in the same universe. He's not even with Mary Jane in this book. You can tell he didn't watch the trailer. What is wrong with you? These are fake fans. This is why I have high blood pressure. God. All right. This was great. Can't wait to reread the comic. Let's see who who you are. (laughs) Come on, man. Come on. Come on, Marvel. If you're buying bot accounts to prop this stuff up, this yeah, do a better job. All right. Uh, can't wait for him to introduce 100 characters and about 30 different plot lines and never bring any of them to a satisfying conclusion. There you go. He gets it. <laughs> I like that. Spider-Man comics are back. This looks awesome. Hello, I'm a MCU DC fan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why Marvel wouldn't want to hire Josh Keaton for the preview trailer. It makes the most sense here. Oh, okay, I guess. What do you want to say, Vagabond? What else I'm saying? They're baking on these people that only watch the movies and stuff. Yeah. Like, um, so these are not these guys have probably never been to a comic book store in their life. Right. Strider said he's joining in a little bit. He's just got to have a eye watching a movie. I don't know what he watched. This is made for people who buy comics on Amazon. Or at Walmart, or or at Walmart, and it's out of their grandma's app. Don't get me wrong; I'd love to put my comics at Walmart just for the <laughs> yeah money. Most money you probably make there. Holy crap! Oh yeah, Greg. So Weissman Walmart, if you're listening, writer, he should write MCU movies. MCU movies can barely get good writers. I'm pretty sure he could do better here. Boycott that to. shit mm. for Gaza. What? The, okay, this isn't real. What is that? You just Come have to look now. at the pictures. Yeah. Fuck this world. English speaking some rap rap language that I can't speak. All right. Uh we you know Greg Wiseman's Twitter account got hacked and the hacker started posting racial slurs and discussing porn on this. Oh my god. None of y'all are buying this book. I'll check back and see if anyone really bought this book. Doubt it. Med- Madam Webb is set in 2003 in its own standalone universe. Yay. Yay. <laughs> What? What? Oh fuck! <laughs> Where'd all these spider people come from then? So wait a minute. Hold on. Let me break down the timeline of Spider-Man in cinematics again. All right. So we're gonna have potentially whatever the MCU might do with Tom Holland. Okay. Then we're gonna have whatever Spider people are gonna exist on Amazon Prime. Remember they said they're gonna do Spider-Man Noir, Silk. Okay. Then we're gonna have. The Sony MCU bootleg villain hero anti-hero sinister six universe. Okay. And then now we have that set in its own universe. That's like Lame. that is like that is Ooh. if that doesn't cause Spider-Man fatigue, I don't know what will, honestly. That's crazy. Plus the Spider-Man comics we have, not just 
all those titles that are out there just bruh why would this need to be set in its own universe this ain't getting no sequel <laughs> well it, it's not even spider-man fatigue so you got it's just one like you got so many spider-man Spider books it's like no one's spending all that money to no one yeah up. i agree like and we if couldn't they are buying get Spider -Man a second book. season of firefly and they're making this shit <laughs> yeah, I, you know like if, if i'm buying a spider-man comic book right now it has mm -hmm. to be Peter Parker. I don't care about these other characters as much or whatever. Uh, I definitely racist. don't care about Miles Morales. Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck Miles Morales. <laughs> you know what happened, I'll bring, guys? They just I'll bring the rope Spider myself. The, oh, Lord. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> they just rebooted Spider-Gwen. Now she's on issue number two. People didn't know that because no one cares about Spider-Gwen. No one really cares about these other randoms, honestly. And so they're, here's they're marketing the ploys. That's all yeah. they are. Mm -hmm. You were talking about Spider-Man fatigue, but you know goddamn well if they brought back Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire and had a solid script, that movie would make a billion dollars. That would sell, they yeah. Even bring in a good director and a good writer, and just bring back Andrew Garfield and do oh. a sequel, even his, because of all the uh, uh, mm -hmm. positive. He definitely deserved uh, a third movie because he was good. The movie sucked. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, that I think you make a billion dollars. The studio meddling that they did with Mark Webb, because Mark Webb was onto something in that first movie. That whatever they they, they did to him in that yeah. second movie is criminal, man. Oh god! I think I liked about the second movie was the suit. What? See, I, I like the suit. I like the suit in the second one. Yeah, I like, I like the suit. I, I like the big eyes. You know, <laughs> that's the Todd McFarlane era of spider-man that i grew up on that was probably next to the toby suits my at the time that was my favorite like okay out of everything else this is the best suit i've seen of spider-man thus far why would we need a lebron camp okay lebron cameo sony are trying to build their own universe and can't keep them all contained in this in the same <laughs> sony should just sell back the spider-man rights to marvel studios yeah that is no people no, are stupid Okay, so does anybody? Obviously, not you guys. You're smarter than that. Do people not understand that Marvel has probably offered them money to do it, and they've just probably said no? They probably offered them more money than like than God probably owns, right? They just probably said no. Do people not think that after all these years, Marvel didn't attempt at any point to buy their character back? Yeah, the House of Mouse. You, you know they were throwing good money at it. They probably threw maybe like almost forty billion for the character. I know we, no one really talks about how big Sony is, but like Sony's, Sony's huge. Yeah, yeah. like be, besides video games and stuff, they're also electronics, the uh, TVs, uh, appliances, cars. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, like they're they're just as powerful that like they could just say, uh, like Disney can throw some money at them, and they can just laugh. Yeah. yeah, they're too big. Other than like Fox, like that's how. Uh, Disney solved the Fox problem with the X-Men. Fox. They can't do that with Sony. I'm sure they probably tried and looked to see if it was possible. No, it's not fucking possible. And anymore, Sony might have a better chance buying them in the next few years. Sony has the same fuck you money as as uh Disney does. So yeah, yeah got, they just don't you got well, two they, big dicks yeah. in a locker room trying to play, you know, sword. Well, they're fight. Japanese, their dicks are small, but that's what you're saying. <laughs> For the, for, oh, the, for the sake of the analogy, the other Spider-Man animes have coming out. Remember Spider-Man: Homecoming 
or Spider-Man yeah. freshman year, the animated series is going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, in its is own it? universe too. Nice. I still watch the old stuff from like the nineties. Yeah, mm-hmm. Spider-Man animated series season one. Good lord, masterpiece, peak. That's peak Spider-Man right there, top notch. New look at Madam Web. No one's going to watch this. Isn't she? Isn't she the one that got railed out in like fifty gray, fifty shades of gray, or whatever? I believe same so. actress. A grand jury right, has. I'll, I'll, I'll in, probably watch them. A grand jury has indicted Alec Baldwin. Indicted, indicted <laughs> Alec Baldwin on an involuntary manslaughter charge for the PWs. Cinematographer Hal Yon Hal Yon Hutchinson. Hal Yon Hutchins? Good lord. Oh yeah, okay. I remember this story. They he thought there was rubber bullets in the uh gun, and then they had real bullets in the gun, and he pulled the trigger and yeah, he shot the lady. Good lord, man. Or it's he just rubber bullets. The, the director he, and shot her in a fit of rage. So it turns out they were doing rehearsal, and I guess he decided to turn towards her direction and pull the trigger anyway, or whatever. And, oh my um, god, what a retard. Oh, but here the here's the chair and talk. You can find old videos of him talking about safety with guns and never to point and shoot anyone, even if it's a filming for a movie. Oof. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, even though I, I really despise Alec Baldwin, I think he's a fucking tool, but I I do, you know. I do hope it's an accident for yeah. everyone. But at the same time, there's a lot of questions there. There's a lot of question marks and, there. And he has not gone about this. Well, he went about it how you would think a narcissistic Hollywood douche. Well, would. I think he takes Early. responsibility because it was his production or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you could say the armor or two or whatever her <laughs> name was. but Warner Brothers is the front runner to acquire the rights to develop 28 years later. I don't think I've ever watched that, actually. Oh, it's really yeah, I like a lot. Okay. The first one's a masterpiece. The second one's a good horror. It's like a regular good horror movie. Not nearly as deep and just like fucking groundbreaking. The first one's amazing. Good. The first one's like when uh, a genre jumps from just being a zombie movie or a horror movie into being a mm-hmm. good movie. And 28 Days Later is a good movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. 28 Weeks Later, it's a good horror movie. You know what they uh the Alec back to the back all the yeah. things what they could have done is okay so you know you got the armor or whatever right there should have been at least like three or four people contact like trusted individuals to check the firearm before it's even used mm-hmm. on the set so even after armor or checks the make sure there was like dummy like even if it wasn't the rehearsal like just mm-hmm. in general check to see if there's um uh, you got the her check to make sure there's no dummy rounds in there. Uh, have a, like other two points of contact to where there's like triple check to make for, for safety. Most movies do that. Uh, that was one of the things about this case is that they uh, they cut corners for they did, yeah, things like that. It's just stuff that I was reading, and there's usually two or three people that check if the firearm is in a safe condition, prop work, or whatever. And Whoever they hired was like, "No, nah, it's good. Here you go, Lord." Yeah, sick. Oh, Lord, man. People, oh. the one time you cut corners is the one time someone ends up dead. That is. I don't think I've ever watched this movie. Have I? Yeah, you know, I don't think I've ever watched this Polar Express. You've never seen the Polar Express? I don't think I've I seen have. clips. I haven't watched it either. Uh, I thought it was 
screen, but I like it. Cool. The animation, you know. Selena Gomez yeah. will return as Alex Russo in a cameo for the pilot of the Wizards of Waverly Place sequel series. The show will focus on uh, David Herney as Justin. Ru- what the? F- Why would you need to reboot this at all? Why is the sequel to this? The show is Who fine the way it is. No one. Asked- what the fuck? The show was fine the way it was. Oh my! Whatever. I mean, I, I have no opinion. I never seen the show. So. Yeah, I, I didn't either. I have. I've seen the. Whole, my I, mean, I saw the entire show. I saw. I should saw the entire I, show and the I, movie. I think I aged out for this one. <laughs> no, really, like okay, it's out of my age group, but uh, I did watch the series. I watched all the seasons, most episodes. I don't think I've seen every episode. But I remember watching the movie too. I was like, I don't get why we need a sequel to this, but whatever. Hopefully, it fails. James Gunn says he's. Only has the finale of Peacemaker season two left to write. Okay, I like Peacemaker season one. Thought it was pretty good. I'll definitely watch season two. And I, I really, you know, as much as I hate the direction DC's going, I can't complain too much about that show. It was pretty entertaining. <laughs> remember, the, yeah. remember the part in the season finale? <laughs> the black girl put on the helmet and she shot herself into the cave and knocked her ass out. <laughs> I thought I thought Vigilante was the best part of that scene. Right. Yeah. Nobody, Episode, he went into the jail and he beat those racist guys up. He was like, You're Fuck a hell. bitch. <laughs> he sits down with that shitty grin on his face. And the, they cast him perfect by making him that skinny, just no one would even think yeah. this guy is capable of. Looks like a serial killer, which <laughs> yeah. he is. Hmm. I love how he was beat up after the finale and he got up in his hospital gown, his butthole is showing, and he just leaped out of the hospital building. Yep. <laughs> what a Chad. What a complete Chad. They, they wanted him game? to be Deadpool so bad, though. Uh, that's uh, the only thing. First look at Tony Todd uh, as Luke, Lucas, Locus, Locus. In, in the Indiana Jones and the Great. They're going to be an Indiana Jones game? I can barely yeah. write these movies properly. They're going to be a video game? Oh, yeah, Lord. It looks, I don't it looks know. Sick. The Dial of Destiny wasn't bad. Dial of Destiny. Hello. It actually felt like an Indiana Jones movie. Is that the last like the Kingdom of the- uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge? Nick, does Disney have a gun to your head right now? <laughs> no, oh, wait. but dude, I grew up with that franchise since mm-hmm. I was a kid. I'm a Gen Xer, so obviously I'm old and I have to take a back pill and stuff like that. I, I walk with a cane, so yeah. Um, that Kingdom, the- I- they don't have a gun to my head, but I'll call them like I see them. Like it felt like an Indiana Jones movie, except for like the last twenty five minutes. Don't worry, man. I'll pay you bills this month. I could. Hey, man, I gotta eat, and I have expensive taste. I like steak. (laughs) (laughs) It was a lot better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I'll just say that it was better than that because after that, I think that there's only three Indiana Jones movies. I was so upset with that one. I'm like, this is it. I oh my god. When I saw. When I saw Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, it was me and a buddy of mine, and we're wa- we're like, okay, it kind of feels like Indiana Jones, and then Mutt starts swinging with the the monkeys in the jungle, and we're like, we're leaving, and we walked out, and then walked into the opening of uh, Iron Man, which oh. is a way better movie, <laughs> which, which is a way better movie. Yeah, <laughs> one that I actually give you memories of good. The other one will probably give you memories of like diarrhea or something. Uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. This is the only movie in the franchise I haven't seen. I love it. I, I like all I of these. Seen it either. I, I, I've seen good. all of them. I love my 
Fallout is just like I, I legit cummed on the fucking floor when I saw Fallout. That shit is so good. Um, Ghost Protocol is my second favorite, and the third I like Mission Impossible Three. I don't know Mission Impossible Three over Rogue Nation. That's always a tie for me. I think both are really good, but Mission Impossible Three is so fucking good. That's JJ Abrams' best the, movie right there. That that's the only movie he's ever made good. I like. I've enjoyed personally, but yeah, this whole part one thing Henry. doesn't work anymore. You put part one in your movies, it just doesn't work anymore. That 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 fads died out like when I was in high school. That you couldn't really do it anymore. I'm beat out with parts of watching Attack and Titan or uh, yeah, the last yeah. ending episodes where it was like part 500 before the actual fucking ending. This was a trailer for the Indiana Jones game. Do I have, do I have the sound on? All right. Uh, you know what? Let's hope the trailer will convince me. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Let me tell you what you are missing, Dr. Jones. While you were playing your pointless game, I was playing you. You're wondering if maybe you should have built yourself a life of meaning instead of ending up here, dead and forgotten in the sands of Africa. <laughs> Myths, history, just different ways to interpret the past. Thousands of years of humanity's thoughts and beliefs scattered and buried, just waiting to be found. Can't just run away from your problems, Indiana. Watch me. Throughout history, mankind has built sites of great spiritual significance. If you were to draw a line, through these ancient sites around the globe, you get a perfectly aligned circle. I've had run-ins with these guys before. <laughs> Trust me. I'm trying to pause it, but does this this looks like I don't know. It ain't a walk in the park. Okay, then. Let's see if you can keep up. What do you mean if I can keep up? of the fallen angels protector of the the great circle <laughs> you have any idea how old that was I'll probably I got that game. good and bad. The good Troy Baker does a damn good Harrison Ford impersonation. 
He's yeah, awesome. yeah. Fred Baker's a great job, always. The graphics, while they look, they don't quite look next gen. At least they got his model right. Now, my biggest complaint: mm-hmm. Who wants to play Whip in first person? Well, see that. Yeah, that was they should have done it in third person. Like, if you're going to have a character model look like Harrison Ford, you should have just done third person. Yeah. Um, it should feel like almost like an Assassin's Creed game. Exactly. Third person. Yeah. But yeah, because like if, you, if, you, if you did all that to make the model look like a younger Harrison Ford, they should have just done third person. Yeah, like what's the I point think, of doing that? Uh, it I been think like- that was their only mistake. Like what's that that game Nathan Drake games or in the Tomb Raider yeah. games been kind of invested. I know one of them they uh I think one person worked on the arms and that took them like six months. One person worked on the head that took them like six months, and another person looked like the rest <laughs> of the body and stuff, like the sculpting and shit for that game. Okay. Oh god, I want to point this out here. Student of God follows me and uh he pointed out real life picture of how Ethan Van Cyber gets his <laughs> Student of God's been on a roll right now. I, yeah. Oh God, he, he's got to get my follow. This guy is this guy is so cool. God, this guy is so cool. I don't follow Graham Nolan. What the hell? My favorite Batman creator. How are you not following Graham Nolan? He's white. <laughs> I want to go to mean, that. He is, but that's what I love about doing comics is the anonymity. Don't you can tell his you dick is like, you tell his dick is huge. I can tell. Fuck. But yeah, I like this whole thing where it's like they're all critiquing the Ethan Van Skyver's. I love it. I, 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 hey man, you can tell none of his fans read that book. I don't know what Cyberfrog is about. Everyone keeps saying the art's great, cover art's great. What that? That's awesome. That's great. Glad you like the cover art. What's the story about? They'll, they'll never tell you. They literally don't know what it's about. The only person I know that know what it's about is Savage Dad. Mm-hmm. The only person I know when knows what it is. And now Student of God, oh, I want to go to that video and, that he and, had. Uh, Bruce too as well. Oh, Bruce read it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, he called him Cybercuck. I was. He going said to. hashtag Cybercuck. <laughs> oh my oh. gosh. Oh my God. He's like uh, uh, three fingers and a horrifically broken leg, along with being years late. This seriously needs an art editor. <laughs> oh my God. They wait over three years for quality. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think okay. it's been longer than three years because it's been I longer than three camp- years. Yeah, so I think the campaign for Rainbow the Brute was supposed to end uh the uh in the 20, 2021. But I remember him talking about it before I even left oh, California. I should have uh quote tweeted this. I should have quote I should have grabbed the screenshot. You know that one white guy with the glasses that comes on Eric's post, student of something or not student of God, it's the other guy like Dan something. He had a screenshot of EBS. Remember back back in 2021, 2022, saying the ice. Oh yeah, I saw that. Saw that, yeah. 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 yeah I, I should have screenshotted too. it. I should have I should have saved it, but hold on. I-, I could send it to you now. Hold on. Okay. If if he didn't uh EBS didn't delete it. <laughs> of course, oh my god, you know he's gonna be deleting that shit. I have to, I'm trying to find where he put like that 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 video of Cyberfrog. That shit was funny as fuck. Oh yeah, oh, I could send that to you too. Hold on. Okay. There, yeah, I'm there's someone I've been, there was someone I've been talking to. I've been sending him all the screenshots and everything. Oh, oh, man. The other one that's been on a roll is uh, uh, Miller. Mike S. Uh, Miller. Oh yeah. I yeah. guess Miller. Well, Mike S. Miller's awesome, man. I just talked to him. Oh my I god, what a great it. guy! Yeah. Oh. What a great guy. Good. Lord. Even um, the guy I used to call nitpick Mike. Uh, 
he's been having some banger videos <laughs> on it too. He, uh, I just, I think MSK should try to get him on for when we do ISO. How did he How did he get? How did you get blocked by Rob Lightfield? Oh, Rob, Rob, oh, it's he, not hard. He's, <laughs> a, he's a, he's, you know, he's a, he's one of the artists of all time. I'll say he's got his opinions. I, I say I, I, I like, I like Lightfield. Three minutes later, Andy Smith, love you. <laughs> he called him. Oh, I just called him Cyber Cook. What's up, uh, Justin? How you doing, bro? I'm just trying to find something really, really quickly. Are you are you saying it? Okay. Oh, the, yeah. The post got deleted. Did you see? Did you find the video of him calling the? He was doing the cyber fraud critique. Yeah, it got deleted. No way. Really? Yeah, I I, I clicked Fuck. on it. Cannot retrieve post at this time. Please try again. No way. Fuck. That one Damn was it. so good. He needs. Does he have a YouTube channel? No, no. I wish. Oh, this post blew up when I said I read ISOM number one and I had a blast. I was like, I just, I liked what I, I liked what I read. I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty solid overall. I even had my issues with it. I even said what my R issue was. People asked what my favorite part was. Like I had several favorite parts of it. I even said what they were. People in the threads. Um, I just so find it really. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I told people, oh. hey, I haven't, I haven't read this yet. I will get to it, and when I get to it, I'll say what my opinions are. What I was talking about was specifically when people said this is using trace three D assets, and I said proof. That doesn't require me reading that book to to ask you that. I'm just asking you for proof. That's all I was asking. I'd say because like I could have read it and be like, this is complete shit, but that's completely different from being like, this is just trace three D assets. All right, cool. You proved that the artist did that. Not someone told you they did that. You proved that artists did that. And he just showed me a bunch of pictures of what EBS is saying. It's like, bro, what are we doing here? Like, come on, man. This is these are. Well, I sent you the screenshot of it, um, of uh, when he when he was talking about how good it was. <sighs> I'm trying to find the actual thread of it though, because when oh, you read the no, actual thread of it, yeah, the original uh, review. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because the original. Thread was uh, um, yeah. This was the original thing. Let me close it really quickly. Uh, da, da, da. He, this is back in 2022, so this is about you know roughly about two years ago. He's a regular flawed human being who hasn't made perfect choices. Eric's written an actual person. Things that could use improvement, scene changes, and drawing in a couple of places. I agree with that. Avery sure. should be bigger on the cover. I got. That's it. I had fun reading it. Let's go ISO number two. Oh. Uh, so now do I have to question everything you're saying about uh, I'm just saying I read this I, I, I knew I remember this tweet I remember him I, I followed him I remember this got put out I just couldn't find it because I'm not I'm not going down two years worth of tweets you guys are insane to do that mm. this I mean, is what we, made Isom refreshing you? Avery feels like a, a believable character that is extremely relatable I seriously can't wait for Isom to even so what that's supposed to prove is even his followers said it was good they all just start turning when he said it was not good. Yeah. yeah. Someone posted the whole thread of it where you can like, mm. uh, if I could find that, I'll send it to you too. Because it was oh, like, because they were having a discussion. They were all having a discussion about how what they liked about it or whatever. And but it's like it's easy. The same thing with the Dick Masterson review, right? He oh, already God. had prejudgments before he even read the book or whatever. Right. So of course. You're looking for things to be negative in the first place, right? So, as now we, to a, so remember, you, you know, you read it, Strider's read it, mm -hmm. Iron's read it, Selena's read it, except Nick. So, 
All right, there's a part in here where Nick, where Dick blatantly lied, flat out lied. Okay, so which part? part? The part where you know how Isom is trying to go undercover to that like part of town. He's not, like, you know, just kind of dangerous with Darren, right? He's trying to oh, find yeah. Jasmine, but she's being kind of a probably a prostitute, choking on cock, fucking black whore. So he goes up to her and he's like, "Hey, Jasmine, is that you?" Right? He said he assaulted her by putting his arm on her. That oh, is. Yeah. That might have been the I have never seen someone blatantly flat out lie as hard as that. Wait, that Dick, is not Dick what said happened. that he assaulted her? He assaulted her by, yeah. by, by putting oh, his hand fuck on her. Off. Yeah. So the same way he I put his hand him. on her is the I same knew that way guy was an like, asshole. I didn't know he was an idiot. The, the same way that he put his hand on her is the same way your like spouse will put a hand on you. The same way your fucking mom will put her her arm on her hand on your I shoulder. It's more like an older brother. Like, hey, yeah, hey, are you okay? Like, it's a concern thing. And she looked at him like, well, she knows who he is. This ain't some random dude trying to like you know grape her or anything. Like, he she knows who he is. He's always she knows he's not a threat to her. He's just a little thing. Like, hey, are you okay? Like, can we get you out of the situation? He didn't assault her. The the people, the security guards assaulted him by grabbing his fucking sweater the way they did. That might have been the biggest. I have never seen someone lie like that. That come on, man. You don't you don't he's, live life if you think that's an assault. Come on. I, I mean, I I am convinced that Dick is one of those people who just says the, the stupidest oh, fucking things oh, on look the planet. At the last oh, he's got the dumbest hot takes on X. I don't think they're even hot takes. I don't think he means them. I think he just says whatever he can to, to, to get under people. Yeah, I think he. Yeah. I think he just gets. End of the day, I want to fight him. I want to fight him, and I had a oh. stroke. My left side don't even work that great. I want to. <laughs> uh, you go to the last in. video Dick I just sent you, uh, MSK. Yes. Uh, play the last. Play right the here. last video. Found it. I need to show people because this is a clip, a fucking lie. Okay, so this is the part I just mentioned to you guys, right? Because he said he assaulted her. Okay. Concerned guy, been trying That's to find Jasmine this whole time, right here. Okay, talks to her, puts a concerned, his puts his hand on her shoulder, concerned like some a friend would. That look like an assault to you, right there. No, that's like a normal reaction. Yeah. That normal assault to someone. Do. Come on, man. Call the police. I'm assaulting myself oh, right the now. The other claim before we get to Bagamal saying before the other claim. You know, people said, oh, he only went after Darren because he was uh, disrespected. All right, okay. So I know none of you. I know you. Not you guys. I know people have not lived life. There are people. I, okay, there's a video out there where a woman suddenly, like, accidentally bumped into a black guy at a Steelers game, and he started slapping her. There are men out there where if you bump them randomly and they're part of a gang, they might actually shoot you. Like, there's a lot of dudes who do things for respect. So when well, another guy disrespects another guy, that guy trying to go beat that guy up is... Let's, let's take it back to the realm of comic books. How do you think Wolverine, Logan, would take being disrespected by fucking anyone that's not one of his immediate close uh, love? He's going to cut your fucking head off. Yep. Exactly. How do you think Frank Castle's going to react to being fucking disrespected? He's going to blow Imagine, your fucking like, if you just, head off. Like, exactly. if there's a guy he doesn't like and just bumps his shoulder, you think he's about to just sit there and take that like a bitch? What are we doing here? People like, he only went after Darren because of blah, blah, blah. So he didn't go after Darren just because of revenge. He actually went after him because, obviously, he disrespected him. Plus, he was going trying to find out what's going on with Jasmine. Right? So there's two conflicting and things. There's also a bad way. nuance there that they haven't explained yet. You know that these two men have a fucking history. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You can even of- tell when they have the conversation, when they first meet each other, that there's, there's a lot of tension there. For We don't yeah. know yet because, you know. Story there, they know each other too. It might not take much for something involving this other guy to push the other guy over the fucking edge. Just, I'm, I'm just saying, does 
That looked like he insulted her. Look at that. Look at that. Look, he, he insulted her. <laughs> Oh, black guy just has to assault another black. Oh my! God. That was pretty Funny much his point when so he tried to assault. On so much assault going on there. Good lord, man! He was like, he put his hand on Jasmine. He assault, bruh. If that's an assault, you just stay, stay in your house. Don't even leave. Don't even leave your room. <laughs> Don't go outside. Don't even attempt to walk outside your room. Oh no, lord. on Flashcast, he tried defending that argument by saying. If a black guy out in the dark street just puts his hand on a woman, you don't think other people would think that was an assault? Yeah, yeah, my face is yeah, too small yeah. for my fucking head. No, Dick, because we're not racist cunts like you are. If a if a black uh, guy puts his hand on another on another black woman, I'm assuming they know each other, especially if it looks like that. Because context doesn't really matter when you have universal well, gestures like that. Yeah, context would need to matter, it. right? So if, if we're if we see a guy and he pulls out a knife and he put, throws her on the ground, he's trying to rip. Obviously, we know that's not her friend. We're gonna beat that guy's up, right? Okay. Right. Well, you, here's the part you're also ignoring on that scene is he says out Jasmine and she turns around and says, "Avery, is that you or whatever?" So yeah, so they have clearly, a conversation. Yeah. So they clearly know each other. I I, I just don't understand how that how anybody would take that away from looking at that because we don't wake him. up every day wanting to be offended by shit and the other thing is like if you know how context works you can clearly tell who's someone who's being friendly with someone versus someone who's like like trying to hurt them it's very right. noticeable yeah, yeah that that is reassuring shit. you if you want to control somebody you grip like their upper arm and you can see their fingers digging into their digging into their arm digging into their clothes yeah. into the flesh whatever that it's still technically not an assault, but that is a threatening gesture. This is not. No, that's, that's usually comforting. Like, that's you, now you get up to here, sure, but there, there's a definite, there's a difference here. Up to here, yeah. Here, yeah. Here, come on. Oh my god, man! And people just ran with that. Oh, Avery insulted <laughs> Jasmine. Yeah, he insulted the girl that his sister told him to go find to get her out of the bad situation from a guy who might be the most potential, who just might be Lex Luthor and might be also doing illegal stuff in prostitution and you know laundering money. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me. It reminds me of a uh, Cottonmouth. Reminds me of every single black guy I know on the street. But you know, it, that's a uh, you know that's that's some, cool, that's some cool guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my God, Student of God is just. Soon to God, if you ever want to come on the channel and, and just like shoot this shit, oh my God, I would love talking to you, man. <laughs> Creative freedom, what you think comics gate is, individualism, collectivism, actual comics gate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just saw recently uh, EBS did a stream. And again, I don't, you can have well, play your. Play the last opinions. video I sent you. Uh, oh, okay. You, you can gotcha. have your opinions. You can do whatever you want. But seriously, dude, messages. this guy, this guy spends so much time. On on Twitter, right. not writing his books. Yeah. George R. R. Martin could take could like okay. Is I, I think you guys want to hear the dialogue in this clip? Oh, no. <laughs> remember, remember, this is what we're waiting three years of quality for. No, no, this remember. is uh, this is what he's talking about tracing back in the day. Okay. Oh, I can't hear the song. Oh, sorry, sorry. I have the audio on because I'm fucking retarded. All right, so <laughs> my retard spasms kicked in. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, and Jeff wanted me to draw Giants Stadium. <laughs> so I think all I did here was I traced it. I think I found a photograph oh my of God. a Giants Stadium <laughs> and I blew it up on a Xerox as big as I could get it, and then lightboxed it uh, because I, I didn't know how to go about. I was still kind of a young artist. I didn't know how to go about drawing Giants Stadium. 
uh, in the traditional way with a perspective grid. It just would have been way too much work. And I don't know, uh, you know, I'm not sure of any other way to do it other than to um, just get a photograph of it and copy it or trace it. Um, and you can see, I mean, when you see, I don't know, when you see this where the, the blacks are laid down, um, and then the, you know, I, I, there's a certain look that comes about when somebody has light boxed uh, something. And this is a, a, still a pretty good job. And I like the way Moose Bauman, who colored this, kind of pushed it back into the background so that it looks like it's in the distance and it's big. You've got John Stewart zooming in here with Guy Gardner, who's still in his warrior gear, which we brought back recently in an uh, issue of How Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. And again, I mean, look. They land in the parking lot. So let's just go find a photograph of the parking lot. Um, you know, kind of a bland photograph of the parking lot and then print it out, light box it for a background and then just add them in. Um, you know, I wanted to make this world as real as possible. So now I don't find anything about... wrong with that. I don't find yeah. anything wrong no, with that because especially well, he admits, I was a new artist. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. Completely. Okay. Also it's a background. Now if you're tracing entire, if you're tracing people, that's another story, but like backgrounds, that's not, a, that's not that big well, of a deal, so but I have a feeling you have a point to this. <laughs> well, cause he's complaining about the truck. He's complaining about background elements or whatever. Seriously. Uh, oh, poses in certain directions or whatever. And the thing is, like, you read the book and there's no problem. Like, it, it would be understandable if, like, it was, like, someone Charlie else's, noticeable. Yeah. Someone else's you know, artwork you know, and then you blatantly copied it or whatever. Yeah. You and so, it. yeah. And, like, I, and, um, and being in a production uh, studio, like, making games and stuff, sometimes, you know, you're, you're trying to make something fun and you might have to cut corners or whatever, right? There might be assets already pre-made or whatever. I know I created a rock generator <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, um, and uh, Python or whatever uh, for uh, Maya or whatever. But like, you know, you, you do things to like kind of like speed up your process because the main thing is like the characters and the, the scene and telling the story, you know. Um, so like, I don't have a problem with it. Um, and uh, he, of course, he didn't have a problem with it before. Is just well, no, okay. I, I just want to find it so hilarious is that because just looking at some of those replies, the Ripperverse detractors analyze these fucking comics more than we do, and we like the damn things, we will buy the damn things, analyze they, these things they will Marvel steal the damn e things, and they will analyze them more than we ever would, well, more they, than you... the FBI analyzed Kennedy's fucking assassination. <laughs> yet they claim they don't care, it's so stupid. You Dude, are feeding this... the you are feeding Eric as much as we are. These, Idiots. Are, these people will <laughs> analyze this book so bad that, that, they, that they claim they're comic book fans and they're they're like, Eric's going to take down Marvel and DC and all that stuff. They don't even read the main stuff coming out. I, I If these people claim they're fans, if you're this passionate, take all that money and support Marvel and DC then. If you think it's if you think the art's that bad, don't support them. Oh, or wait. They don't. You think is more deserving because that's another argument they throw around. Then, then go support yeah. them. They go, oh, yeah, like yeah. this guy's way better. Cool. I don't give a fuck. Go support him then. Like there's one book I backed uh, a while ago from a Canadian guy that I got recently that I was kind of disappointed in. The artwork was fucking awesome, but like the story was a little bit blah. Well, and see, I... that's the thing where we're ignoring. Like, okay, like I appreciate nice artwork, but we're mm -hmm. not just reading comics just to look at the art. We're reading yeah. to get into the lore, the storyline, or whatever. 
Yeah, but the like, art will have your the art gets you in the door first, though. The artwork oh, needs yeah. to be it, the artwork serves a function. It, it has to be more functional than it is a masterpiece. If it yeah. go by a painting, if that was the case, you know, you know, like a, a Picasso or whatever. You think black people like, are gonna flaunt that shit? I'm just saying, like it, it, like I appreciate good art, but like it's not the art alone is why we buy these comics. Is we're trying to get involved in these stories. No, you well, show yeah, up for the art, then you come back for the story. Um, yeah. I've always looked at comics as like a symphony, you know. So you got all these instruments and stuff playing together, mm-hmm. but if somebody's notes are off, then it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So um, I've seen colorists and inkers save bad art from the penciler, you know. I, I, it's right. even happened to me. I, I produce shit art, and a inker and a colorist have saved my ass. <laughs> you know, I understand the beauty of their particular part of the of the assembly line. So, mm-hmm. right. Every, well, it's a visual like, medium. A, What's the thing about the industry? It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. Well, I, everything is good balance. and bad, and it. it yeah. It. it it varies sometimes. You're going to have sometimes where the ink is awesome. You got to have sometimes the color is awesome, but the story might not. But it's all kind of a dance. And something yeah. there are some elements might work better on one issue than another. The next issue, the story might be what well, might be better written because it has a different has a different writer. But the art, the art, and the art may stay the same, or the art may be amazing, and the story may it, it it all fluctuates, and it's okay because this is an art form. It's not a yeah. science. And it, right. and it, it's it's fine if some elements don't work, and it's fine yeah. if some elements do work. That's that's the beauty of it. That's what keeps us coming back and and thinking about it and analyze and analyzing it, but not not in this autistic way. But we analyze it because we love it, and we analyze it because we like reading it. And you read it more and more, and it doesn't matter as long as the end product all works together. If all if you have ten issues of a book and all of them tell a cohesive story, then it's okay. And if it ends up working out in the end, it's fine little mistakes here and there because we're all human it's not going to be perfect I'm perfect oh and plus <laughs> dude, there's different styles out there like i told you there's a there's a comic i bought where there's not even words or you will call it manga or whatever yeah it's called uh gone if you ever play tekken 3 the little dinosaur mm-hmm. if you ever bought one of the comics or the manga and it's basically there's no words at all and it's highly detailed but it's with all these animals but with the like facial expressions with like still using the animal and that's how it tells the story is basically all these animals uh facial expressions with absolutely no words and you just and that and it's all in the art and it's really good i highly recommend it for anyone ever i want to play this quickly yeah so many times me and john have been here since the beginning and we've been through so many insurrections and attempts to overthrow us and they just don't understand that (laughs) this thing exists because of me and john so, I mean, it, you know, until me and John die or go away, it's never going to end. And some other people can leave. Some other people can come and replace them. It really doesn't matter. The whole thing circulates around the two of us. Um, and I, I think uh, Larry's comics said, Comicsgate is Ethan, John, and about six other people that are mainstays. Shane Davis would be included. Mandy would be included. Uh, who else is like uh, Anna, I guess, Cecil? Mm-hmm. Um and other than that, really, like everybody else kind of comes and goes. They're interchangeable. You know, um, they'll stay, they'll go. And that's just reality. That's why, that's what these people don't understand. You know, so many times, me and John. Well, I, I, I thought that this was supposed to be a collective of people. Yeah, I could, individual thought I could tell uh, Shane looked uncomfortable in that statement. <laughs> <laughs> and he's well, talking, it's like an Anna, that Star Wars girl. And, um, um, 
Yeah. Okay. Andy? Yeah. No. Yeah. And of that Star Wars girl. If you're yeah, part of a network else. like hashtag comics gate and your actions oh. are alienating an entire customer groups, then you're not helping. You're putting your petty narcissistic BS ahead of the network and showing you don't care who gets harmed. So like Mark, my harmed. Mark, it's a fucking comic book. Yeah, yeah. People, to be fair, people are putting <laughs> words too much are violence, though. Words are violence. So last night I had Mike Miller on. He kind of explained to me like the origins of the group. I I remember like a little bit of it, but now the more like I would say more modern definition of comic skate is like individuals coming together to make good comic books that they want to tell. Consumer without. movement always has yeah, been. consumer movement, yeah, right? Like the well, Iron Age. It's not supposed to have a leader then by that logic, but that's how people understand. Men don't function like that. Men, there needs to be a leader and stuff. That's just how it always is going to work, you know? Well, I mean, you got to look at it as tribalism. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. Well, for we're, some of we're least, a tribe. Not... Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll wholeheartedly disagree with you, uh, MSK, about the whole there what? being a leader thing. Yeah, go away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look I at it like this. Mentality just curbs creativity. If everybody, you know, that's why I don't believe in collectivism. Everybody should... Uh, work to their own strengths and uh, do their own thing yeah. individually. Be their own thing. Volunteerism. Volunteerism. Oh my god! Well, no, you know, don't do that to me. Thing. Well, but that's the thing, though, is we know that's not going to be a that that's like good in theory, but we know in actual reality, guys don't really function like that. You know, well, there's going to be a guy that wants to be like, I need to be on top of this entire hill over everyone. That's how most men function. That's how that, that's how this came to off And I'll go back about, about my, then I'll go by myself and do my own thing after I told you. Uh, to um, <laughs> no, but like, I think for, I mean, a lot of everyone um, in Iron Age, Comics Gate, Riververse, they all shared an audience and like, before this whole beef thing started, it was like everything mm -hmm. was cool, calm, mm -hmm. and collective. Yeah, there were still haters, but the haters were outside of those groups anyway. Now they're kind of mingled in. And, but it was like we all supported each other's comics. You know, some people did better than others, some did not. But at the same time, it was like we're, we're all sharing an audience. And then mm -hmm. this whole bickering shit is like, okay, well, now I'm not supporting this guy. Well, then, well, I'm not supporting this guy anyway or whatever. And honestly, it's worse than uh, to me. It's worse than Marvel and DC. Yeah, you know, oh, no, I'd agree. Like, yeah, I'm not. I, 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 Marvel I, I, I don't buy your product if you're a Ripperverse fan or if you're an EVS fan. I don't give a shit about the people right. that are doing it. I just want good content, and I have limited. I have limited funds to be able to support everybody. Yeah, so I'm true. gonna have to pick and choose which either I go for like a Ripperverse book that I I know I'm gonna like because I've liked the last three. And or go with something completely new that and honestly I've I've backed a few I backed a few campaigns I've been kind of disappointed in, but they've been people I don't know. And I'd well, rather take the risk with something that I'm familiar with. And that's perfectly well, fine. Here, if the best guy has a good comic, then I'll buy that, sure. If, well, here's the other thing. We don't hear we don't this whole argument stuff that we're having on Twitter and stuff, we don't even hear about other comics or books or whatever. Yeah, uh, only like certain little These guys pockets. only care about the drama surrounding the books, not the stories themselves. That's it. Yeah, but I, like even I, now, like okay, th he's doing he's been doing like uh five four hour f uh, streams on Eric's book or whatever. Yeah. Seven. And he's then, done seven. Oh my yeah, god! But like, tonight, was, tonight he did one on ISO number two, and then then the next yeah. one he's is going to be on ripping silverback. Okay, and then it's like uh, we don't hear he about actually, um. 
Oh, I was just saying, like, okay, it drowns out like the other artists and other books mm -hmm. that are out there or whatever, because it's like we're only talking about uh Ripperverse only. When, yeah, like, it's cost uh, me fucking money. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, also, it's like, and here's how like petty he's become. Uh, because I saw actually a clip on Reddit someone posted, like someone like it's a, it's an own. He was going after Az from Heel versus Babyface. And just going on and on and on. Oh, he's just a big baby. He just whines about stuff and you know, says everything's woke as if it's pathetic and so mad at pronouns. Like, dude, fucking go work on your shit. Well, why are you e-fapping? Well, well, eight nights. Well, dude, why are you e-fapping a live crazy, stream? Man. Go do your shit. Just you know, go it, work, it, dude. It just blows my mind. I'm not saying with him, but it's just like with people that do this are so it's so cringe. So we know he thinks like them. They have very similar opinions, like a lot of us do. Yeah, it's so I, I find it so I find it very weird when he calls them whiners and they're gonna just complain. He could he says that they're whiners and they're they're gonna complain about what he does the same thing, the exact yeah. same thing. They they have the exact same opinion. I'm not saying they like download each other's opinions. I'm saying, but they a similar line of thinking. So what are they saying that's so wrong? You think very similar to them. Like, yeah. What are we? What, I really think he's very credible he because he's an industry pro. His opinions on this subject matter is valid. These are just nobody YouTubers that are oh, not. He, he says that they promote hate. He yeah. says they, that's what he said. He said they promote hate. What does he promote? Can we go back and watch his Rose Tico videos then? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, okay, like, uh, um, I used to be a fan of everybody, but it was like, okay, so if I'm in your stream and because I supported this other guy's book and I was also willing to support yours at first. And all you're doing is talking trash about me supporting this other book or whatever. I mean, you're not, you're just because you're like, oh, their fans are stupid and this, this, and this. And it's just, and it's been going on for days. It was like, okay, well, uh, maybe I just don't support you at all. So I just drop out and move on. Mm -hmm. And I'll go with all the people who are not doing all this drama baiting shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think the but, whole thing really casting a just an ugly shadow on the entire independent comic book. Uh, industry everybody that promotes on fucking twitter and everything it's just it's all just getting sending a lies told tyler did this morning dude you have a bunch of people like i don't mind people having conversation i like but you have people like with that brett situation with eric like a few weeks ago last year and you have people inserting themselves in a conversation they have they have no business being in like i'm sitting there going to myself like why are you in this conversation you're not even like being thought about right now what are you doing here they they, they like will insert themselves in all their you attacked my indie friend no i didn't i just gave him a critique no but you, you attacked my what is wrong with you people like, are fucking weird man the like, ripper versus become like the comics uh mcdonald's right now right so <laughs> <laughs> well well because like okay so even if you watch someone's stream and they talk about someone's comp someone else's comic for like oh go support this campaign and then the rest of like the three three hours left after this one little five minute section was promo for somebody else, and then all we talk about is Ripper only or whatever, right? And it's like by the time at the end of that stream, I already forgot who the hell else you were talking about, <laughs> right? That that that's another thing is people focus. I mean. It's really interesting how this is it's like a blessing and a curse. People talk about Eric's book so much to the point where it's just big. It's just this giant word of mouth thread, right? No one does. I think that's the reason why they're mad. No one talks about their books in that way because the story's not worth I'm just saying, like, me and Professor had this conversation a while ago, too. These people's stuff is not as good as they say. I'm just being honest here. 
Like, there's no way, because you know, all the, all the creators be like, your stuff is good, your stuff is good. Okay, by that logic, you cannot improve. And the same people that tell Eric he can't take criticism, meanwhile, all their friends tell him they're not good. They don't review, these friends don't read these guys' stories. So it's this literal circle jerk of nothing burgers, man. So, I don't even know how to explain it anymore. It's just, my mind's going to explode. Nick, please say something, please. My brain's going to actually just die. It's on reboot. Ugh. Computing percentage, 25%. And closing. Oh my God. It's, th- yeah. we talked about this. I'm, I'm t- like the infighting that was happening in the mainstream comics is now carried over into indie comics. And my advice to shit, I've told Eric this and I've told EVS this too shut the fuck up and get back to work. That's, That's it. Anybody can shut the yeah. fuck up and get back to work. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you're spending time on fucking X, and all your social media, and all you're doing is trying to defend your work that doesn't need to be defended. It sh- it should be able to handle criticism on its own. You take what is relevant. I just talked to another friend of mine about this who who got his first negative review, said that his fucking work, his artwork was unrefined, and I'm like, well, shit, everybody that on their first book is unrefined. Yeah. And Jesus Christ, yeah, look at the first three knew. issues of Phantom Hawk that I did, very unrefined because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> You know, I figured that along the way. Everybody else does that. People want to bitch about using Sketchbook Pro stuff. You know, like, oh, he traced over that. We all trace. We used to just call it photo reference. <laughs> I have like a huge, I call it the photo morgue on my computer. Mm-hmm. For every time, like for mailboxes, street lamps, dumb shit. That's hard to draw from memory. You know, hard drive mm-hmm. space is only so limited. So when we have to draw, from the artist's perspective, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make it fast. We're gonna do everything we can to speed up the process. So if we have to use photo reference, we'll use photo reference. I mean, oh. I had a writer write in like St. Peter's Basilica, so I had to look up that shit and trace it. Which was <laughs> e- that, even that was that, fucking hard. You, you that know, is, you know that what I find pretty beat. weird? All yeah. these like people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about regarding art. People don't know, don't know why I don't get my opinion on things I don't know about because I don't know about them. I'm not going to be like a, pretend to be an expert on them. I find so many crazy, weird people claiming they know all this stuff about art, tracing, light boxes, how you actually outline something. People don't even know you can't even get to that point if you don't even know how to have proper yeah. symmetrical yeah. dimensions, right? That's a, I couldn't even draw because I can't do symmetry properly. I all the side I draw is not the side the same. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? But you have all these people who are giving their mass flat out Twitter Twitterized opinions about art. These people aren't even artists. They don't even know what the f- they couldn't draw you a stick figure. Well, well that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, okay, that's like exactly. if I don't normally draw trucks and furniture <laughs> and shit all day or whatever, right? I like yeah. and all you do is draw mostly people and then like, okay, I need a scene with a fucking truck. Um, let me just come conjure something out Dude, of my head or Google whatever. Google is your <laughs> friend in that instance, you know? Because I've yeah. done it. It was a secret. I've when did this become such a fucking controversy? I thought tracing Everyone. is it's, been it's manga only... characters are traced. Manga characters literally are traced. That's how you draw a manga character. The, it, the only reason, reason why dude. it's a controversy is uh because there's someone that's the boogeyman right now, and that's <laughs> all we all talk about. And like and like I, I like the Ripperverse. It's just I'm tired of hearing about it all the time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like wearing everything. It's like, but it's I noticed like, something um, interesting. Sorry. Oh, no, you can go ahead. I was just saying, I noticed something interesting. I, I saw them two kind of exploded and everyone lost their shit about it. But not a whole lot has been, there's not the same 
negative response to Alpha Core as there has been ISOM too. And I'm, I don't know. Is that is that anybody else? It's because Chuck Dixon is attached to it, and you don't mess with Chuck. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. But I, I wanted to see if that was if anyone else kind of saw the same thing because I I've, I'm not seeing people go to Eric July. I'm not seeing people go to Chuck Dixon's great grandfather's grave for well, this. Okay, one. <laughs> like um, even in video games, the industry's like it's not as big as you think it is so everybody kind of knows each other hmm. right um from but and then it's only like three main studios so you got marvel dc image what Dark is Horse phantom Wars. hawks preferred pronouns um fuck around and find out okay love <laughs> it got sounds good all right starting to a good start <laughs> but i mean like we were talking about lightbox and shit uh the scene called for uh he's in a medical room Shit, I, I mean, I've been to hospitals a lot of times because I'm stupid. Are you um, usually not looking down at the patient? <laughs> right. So I, I had to research this shit. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Like, oh, it's in a warehouse with Connex boxes. All right, cool. I had to look that shit up, you know? Yeah. Because I have okay. a memory of, like, what a Connex box looks like. But, I mean, can I draw it from memory? I'm going to do my best. But Like, if you know, I, I told you... Material. Like, right, hey man, I need you to draw a bobob tree like right now, and you're gonna be like, "The fuck's a bobob?" That's exactly what I'm thinking <laughs> just, right now. I just remember the, the silhouette in the like, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Please, Nick, I yeah, do so, a cherry a, tree. Best I can do. Have you ever had a book yeah, come it's out? some tree in no, Africa or whatever. Yeah, right? that's those tall yeah. canopy ones. Have you ever had a banana? Yeah. No, that's the come out with a word bubble with no text. One of Ethan's books. What? One of Ethan's books. Published a book this year with a word That's bubble that has no fucking text. That Ooh. is horrible editing. Yikes. Remember, I think that's remember, a problem with what a lot were of we stuff. Told? Remember what we were told? Longer time equals quality. I thought, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, bro. How can people fucking say that when Cyberpunk 2077 was a thing? And how many games have been delayed and delayed and delayed, and there's shit upon release. This guy says, Again, yeah, that, that was hilarious. Glad it didn't get placed all over the book like some 3D assets. All oh, these people oh, love their 3D assets claims. Fucking case. There you go. Looks like a trace. Good God. But this is so this the fuck is what? So autistic this is so autistic and stupid. I'm sorry. Well, it's like right now, it's just it's the whole glass house thing, right? So now everyone's yeah. gonna start nitpicking. A lot of these people want to criticize, and they've never once put they the don't, graphic. They're not artists. Goddamn book! You have all these weird Twitter I, I people going, "This is how you draw expertly." These aren't even artists. This okay, guys, of the arguments ago, you got fifteen followers. <laughs> they're like, "They hey, check out my book," and it's like I check out their book, and I'm like, "Why are you talking yeah. trash?" You should be ashamed of what you're trying to fucking <laughs> overshadow. Like, Jesus Christ, I was drawing that in the fifth grade. I can see Carl clip art look better than this shit. Shut up. Well, he, even <laughs> too, like... collage, man. Uh, well, uh, here, like, I, I'm, I'm willing to drop money on, like, the, this, the alternatives to Marvel and DC, right? And, like, if I go on Twitter and I like something and, like, I'll get a comment for from somebody... And he's just talking trash about what I just enjoyed reading or whatever. And turns out that person's a comic book artist and like he has his upcoming comic book. I would have might have purchased or whatever. Right. But like he's already just made an enemy out of me for like no fucking reason. You yeah, know, that's what, I, I don't get involved with that shit. You know, because I 
I know I have my own art. Some people like it. Some people don't. You know, what's that mean? Let people enjoy shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you enjoy something, I'm not going to knock on, nor am I going to try and convince you not to like it. If you liked it, 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 you know, it inspired something inside of you. It, It hit something inside of you that you, you enjoyed and you felt a connection to. Why do you want to fucking ruin that for somebody else? Fuck you. Yeah. You know, let people enjoy shit. You know, he thinks, uh, I think in this clip, people said that he accused F and T of like doing something with Eric. It just really does feel like Eric July, by the way, I fired every one of those backstabbing moles. Uh, I hope you paid them. Well, backstabbing moles. This really does sound just like, uh, sounds like Friday night tights a little bit. What? How? Like, uh, you know, uh, by the way, um, all those backstabbing moles, I got rid of, uh, Oh, maybe he means like cancerous moles on your back. No. Is he trying to be funny? Was that a joke? Well, like he's, he's devoid the, of humor. The, uh, <laughs> the problem with him is like for whatever. So FNT and geeks and gamers never talk about him at all. They yeah. don't even bring up his name. Never. Yeah. And I have like, never heard nerd Gary any to bring him up ever. They were cool for a while. I saw somebody made a video on what like kind of the speculation of what happened because they were all there. They were fine. And then all of a sudden, Ethan made a video dogging geeks and gamers and as, and that's when shit unraveled. Okay. Like, for instance, if EBS never said anything, no one would know they had a problem in the first place because they don't even mention him at all. Yeah. And it's like, um, and it's like you're, he's bringing in attention to things that is like, I have no, I have no reason to know what the whole issue is. And it's like, and it, it, it takes away from the comic or whatever, right, or whatever he's trying to sell. And, and, and all this stuff is just distractions. And like, um, okay, are we trying to like compete against Marvel and DC? Are we trying to create this new industry or whatever? Or are we just bitching and complaining every single day? But, he is. He's got a habit of dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. The foundation is moaning and whining about other shit. And the fan base would rather moan and whine about shit they they literally aren't even a part of. As if like you have a friend and fan named Buttfuck Buttfuck Loser three thousand. This is how you expertly draw a comic book character. Meanwhile, I follow him yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna listen to that guy about drawing. Like, what moviepoopshoot.com, you know? And then, and then the, the week before that, it was like everyone was an expert on like contract negotiations. I'm like, what, are, yes. what is this? But the, here's the other thing you saw him. I don't know if anyone's seen the poll he made today where, um, where he was trying to have a video about something else. And he's trying to like, he's trying to watch their live stream or something it's like a vote or something oh right? yeah yeah he wanted to watch rippers and uh as his live stream yeah. or whatever so he and I if you read the down. comments uh, the comments is like man can we just move on or like can we do yeah. something this is getting old and then uh there's like a bunch of people was like yesterday's efap was like uh boring or whatever and like <laughs> a lot of people are getting tired of even his uh the other haters are like we're, we're tired of talking about this one topic it's been going on for months <laughs> to just stay off Twitter, mm. don't drum up controversy. Just work on your shit, make it good, and don't cause, don't start fights that you don't need to start. And I'm sorry, but EBS did kind of bring this on himself whenever yeah. he published his 
met private messages between him and him and Eric July. I thought no matter, and he's just claiming he felt unsafe. That was such a bitch move. I'm sorry, EVS. You're probably going to eat that this later, but that was such a. Oh, oh, don't. Don't cute. But that was such a bitch yeah. move. Like, dude, you were not but, being threatened, you big baby. Shut up and just work on your comic books. No, he yeah. Shut up. That, that would have solved everything. Shut the fuck up and get to work. Don't do it. And everyone, and everyone, everyone in the replies was like, dude, really? He's like, I just felt so unsafe. Like, shut dude, up. Dude, no, he told me the same like, thing to, remember he told me the same thing to us when I said, hey, <laughs> I know you don't like Eric right now, but you just watch his video of the crowdfunding thing. It's not what you think it is. He was like, that thumbnail is highly offensive to everyone in crowdfunding. I was like, okay, you sound like, like a bitch. No, you I watched it. Like a he bitch. said, this is the problem. You don't know what you're backing until it's done, and it might not be what you want, and it might not even come out on time if it even comes out. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, at least he's saying, like, for what the Ripperverse does, I make my stuff beforehand and you may and it may not and it's going to be released when i say it's going to be released and you're going to get what you pay for mm-hmm. you don't really get that sometimes with crowdfunded stuff because again i backed a couple books myself that i've been like okay i'm not i'm not going to pay 30 mm-hmm. bucks for this again because it's been a disappointment and i've gotten maybe 20 pages where i was like ripa i can't 20 pages for like 40 bucks plus shipping mm-hmm. Remember, if you back someone's book on indiegogo or kickstarter that's a 10 dollar shipping fee added to that book too so you well, know the thing Richard, is it was it was, that was, it was said my, my book is like 50 shipping. Because Richard said my book is $5. No, Richard, your book is $15 because you pay shipping. Yeah. Okay. So well, I'm, I'm just saying. It was from a, from a music artist that I really, that I really liked. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say his name, but he released it. Was uh, black? A, a book. <laughs> no, actually. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's, he, the way he marketed it was, this was a, one of, one of my favorite songs from him. He's like, this is a story inspired by this song. I'm like, oh, that'll be cool. Because the song itself is already pretty, uh, pretty, as a as a story in there, I'd like to see it fleshed out a little bit more. It was basically just a lyric video. It's just it's just a bunch of images put up with lyrics from the song. I'm like, well, this sucks. Like, yeah, I paid twenty um, bucks for this. Come on, I, man. I, I know. Uh, with my background with the video game stuff is like I I'm different when it comes to late books or whatever. I I just rather have updates. I mm-hmm. I'd rather you. Yeah, just be um, honest. Like like don't like don't put people in the dark that backs your book or whatever but like i I rather i rather it be late and with updates than just nothing at all Um, yeah just be transparent like for instance Uh, um sorry go ahead oh i was gonna say like i have a friend's book i'll probably do a review pretty soon but um tell my book trash i I forgot i even ordered it i i ordered it back in like maybe 2014 2015 I left California in 2016 <laughs> and I didn't get the book till like 2020 something. And like, um, yeah, I got the book like 2021 and I forgot I even ordered it. And like, and if you go to his Kickstarter campaign, he doesn't, there's no updates. You just see a bunch of comments. It's like any updates, what happened <laughs> and stuff like that mm-hmm. and no responses. And, um, and, and so I think that's because I worked when there's crunch uh you know you guys are familiar with the video game crunch and stuff mm-hmm. like that i mean that shit's pretty stressful and it's like man we have to get it out of this time or whatever we got this deadline to do everyone's stressing not talking to each other and shit <laughs> and like um you know it's uh video game industry is also a high divorce rate industry for anyone that doesn't oh. know <laughs> so, oh lord <laughs> um that's a whole another can of worm but the problem is is these deadlines and like okay and so i i the the books being later thing for me is not a major issue the issue with it for me is like if there's no updates at all like 
hey, we're having this issues. We need to take as much time or whatever. Um, so it's not going to come out on this date. We're going to have to push it back to be announced or something. You know who did that perfectly was Shad Brooks because he was having, <clears throat> excuse me, he was having a hell of a time with his printer because the book was set to ship out like April of last year. We, we, and then we, I, I just got my copy a few, like a, about a month ago. And he, he gave, he was giving consistent because I was like, man, April's come and gone. Where, where is this book? And then he's like, okay, guys, it's been a while, but obviously you haven't received your book yet. We haven't had any updates and here's why. We have had a hell of a time with our printers. We had, he just rescinded. I don't even really remember what happened, but the printers weren't going to fulfill the book. So we've got to shop around and find somebody else. The book is done. We've already got it all completed because we're all, it's a, it's a full novel. Like the novel's huge. I have it over here. It's gigantic. But also they had a bunch of graphic novel versions, had a bunch of variant covers and a leather bound version. Like there was a lot of stuff that he was promising on, on his, on his, uh, indie, on his Indiegogo. And it was, and I was like, okay, I'm really excited about this book. I'm like, okay, where is it? But then he said, guys, we, I am so sorry. This has been out of my control. We've had nothing to do with it. I've had nothing to do with this. Our printer just dropped us. And so we're trying to find somebody else. We'll let you know when we find a printer. And then if, I think a couple months later, it was a while. He gave us an update. It's like, okay, we finally got the books approved by the printer. We got all our editing stuff. We got our contract workout worked out we're gonna get this done as soon as possible they gets kept getting updates and updates and it was it was a shitty situation not his fault i was like i appreciate that i just want to be i'm sure me and nick (laughs) uh can attest to this too where like there's also a back and forth with the printers uh i have a children's book i actually illustrated so um but like there's there's a back and forth you also do with a, uh, a printer sometimes too where they're going to send you you send you send them all the artwork or whatever the in the interiors of the book they're going to tell you okay do you need an extra white page on the front or on the back uh what numbers they can start, your copies the they can come in dented yeah. banged up your pictures could look like well, fucking lopsided and shit you gotta send well, them not back that. Or... you got uh then you got the bleed okay well you need to fix this because if the if the bleed right here makes it cut off at this point or you know, white space <laughs> extra uh well that's what it's called there's a lot that goes into it that people <laughs> don't know about or whatever right well, yeah so got, it's just it's easy to make trying to shake out the memories yeah God, dude. or like you got like your <laughs> i i drink heavily and that's probably why i got the stroke <laughs> but I, I like i said so nick since you got books too so like you you know what i'm talking about there's there are uh, you know, there's different line weights paper weights and, and stuff like that and you're going yeah. back and forth so is it like not, hell for you? Like you just... Is it like hell for you in the printer, the printing stage when you get to that stage it of your book? Used to be, it used to be, but now that I'm like knowledgeable of it, having done it for so long, yeah, it's not really a big issue. But in the beginning, I was like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> yeah, like you know, trying to get every, trying to get everything print ready was a pain in the dick. It really was. Yeah, like, especially, like, the first print, because, you like, you don't, like, they're telling you terms that you don't normally talk about, right? right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you might have, like, okay, so the one I did where I uh, I didn't know, but I drew everything in RGB. I colored everything in RGB or whatever. And I did, I, then I had to switch everything to CYMK uh, for the colors, oh, cool. and all the colors are off. The whole book. Oh, and, good night, Selena. Oh, night, Selena. So I had to, not a happy accident either. Yeah, also nice to meet you, Nick. Bye. You I too. had to color adjust the whole First thing. Oh, 
Yeah, I had to color adjust the whole thing because I uh, did everything. I did all the colors originally in RGB, whatever. <laughs> and so, and that was my mistake. And so now when I do, like, I know it's going to be a printed work. I do everything in CYMK. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's... The phone, eh? And there, there were some printers, too, that wanted you to have your stuff in RGB as opposed to CMYK. And I was like, okay, so... It was weird. It was weird in the beginning, like figuring out what printers wanted what. And then now there's kind of an industry standard, even in the indie scene. It, it is a lot more streamlined. It's a lot easier to do it. They'll they'll give you everything that you need. You know, like I'm getting ready to do my first trade paperback because I was able to finagle enough people to purchase a <laughs> trade paperback. Um, so now I'm like working with that. I'm like, oh crap! How thick does the spine need to be? Because I need to put that shit in there. And but luckily, they put all that stuff out there now, so it's not that big of a headache like it used to be. But then again, I'm drunk most of the time, so I really don't. Give a fuck. <laughs> Good lord! It was really cool. I know absolutely nothing about this industry. I absolutely know nothing about anything really. But hearing hearing y'all talk shop about stuff that you know about is yeah. fascinating to me. I yeah. kind of love it. Man, that, and that's yeah, like, yeah, when you hear micro universe, when you hear about yeah, all it's this like hearing Steve, it's like art, listening to yeah. Steven Crowder talk about the history of comedy, and the, it's it's fascinating. I I don't it's, it's a world I'm just completely unfamiliar with, and I love listening to people just talk about to, experts talk about what the, what they've what they've done and trade I, and trade stories. I, it's always fun to me. <laughs> yeah, well, I I wanted to do a podcast about the history of comic books, but I think that topic has already been kind of done to death. Because I am an amateur historian, especially about my craft. Yeah. You have to be if you're in this business. You should know your fucking history. You know, like if I tell you, hey, man, this is inspired by Jim Lee and they look at me blankly, then you're not a serious person that I want to talk to. Because <laughs> how do you not know who the fuck Jim Lee is? How the fuck do you not know who Neil Adams is? How do you not know Bill Finger? How do you not like, you know what I'm saying? Like you start name dropping shit and they're like. Who's that? Because I only like the Marvel movies. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, you fucking common. Who's Denny O'Neill? Yeah, who's Denny O'Neill? Denny <laughs> O'Neill taught me how to write comics, okay? <laughs> Through his book. No, I um, I, I even I saw so I went to the art uh, an art school pretty much, and then um, but I in I did too, and that's why I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> My tuition was ninety six thousand, and Jesus but, uh, Christ. I was at the Art Institute in uh, San Diego. <laughs> so, oh, you got robbed. You could have gone to the Coubert School for like half that. Oh, I don't know. You got to live you know, in you, exotic New Jersey. True, <laughs> but um, but the funny thing is, I, I'm I'm glad I did win, even though I'm in debt to <laughs> the school, whatever. Um, so like we would have people that like their parents kind of got them to pay their way in, kind of thing, or whatever. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. thanks, Dad. And you, you would see them in class so like when i graduated only one other person in my actual field graduated with me so it was my graduation was pool was so small that i had to wait for the next graduation to even do a graduation ceremony <laughs> so, so uh, but like uh but there would be because people drop like flies and like my first class uh got our teacher he worked in the industry too Look to the right of you, to look to the left of you, see all the people in there. Only maybe one other person's graduating with you in this class. <laughs> <laughs> and that was pretty much true. But like, um, but you would see people who was like, man, how the fuck are you in the school or <laughs> whatever, right? And that like some guy 
oh, oh, well, I want to make a video game off of some idea he had back in kindergarten or some bullshit. I'm like, we're fucking adults now. You and then like you see that, like I ain't the your best. Balls dropped, right? Like your, your balls <laughs> dropped, sir. Like, yeah. And then like you, you, can, you can drive, you, right? You're old enough to drink. Oh god. Yeah, you see the. Oh my like, god, you uh, had sex artwork. once. Oh, that poor girl. <laughs> or like you have like a sculpting class and three D and ZBrush and shit, and then like you look over your shoulder and look at someone else's shit, and that that doesn't even look like the thing we're supposed to be sculpting. And I don't even know what. Uh, it's not even a human being. What I say. <laughs> like that's like is this is uh, this the elephant man? What's going on? <laughs> I was in college and uh, they're like, "Hey, you can do whatever you want with this particular project." And I felt like Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy too. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make some weird shit," <laughs> and that's what I've been doing for my career. <laughs> I'm just gonna make some weird shit. And those are uh, often the people that I want to read more. Just make something crazy I haven't seen before. Sure, I, that's usually I, my tastes have drastically changed. I used to only do cape shit, and now I'm like, just give me something crazy. Because I was just reading from Hell, Alan Moore, and uh, oh, know, such a great book, man! I forgot how much that made me sick the first time I read it. Like, I think uh, Vagabond, you're talking about pages that just have no dialogue. And all you're seeing is the artwork. I could hear the squelching of the knife cutting through the muscle. I could hear the thunder overhead. I could hear the rain, the horse-drawn buggy walking by, the guy's fucking footsteps. I could hear it all just by looking at the page. Like, wow. You talk about something setting the atmosphere and just making you sick. Because it's about it's about one of the most it's one of the most gruesome. Jack the Ripper. It's Jack the Ripper. You know? Serial, like the most gruesome serial killings. Like you, we think that it's it's creepy because we don't know who the guy is, but it's also even more creepy how utterly methodical and just brutal and just visceral it was. Like he killed these women and then butchered them, like right. as if you were in a butcher shop, just cutting muscles away, cutting off their tits, cutting their eyes, and like slashing. Oh, it's disgusting! And this book was highlighting it. And what not only was this book showing us what was happening, we also know the psychology of the guy that they're saying who did it which they're not actually saying it's just a story but we know the psychology of the guy doing it and makes it even worse can you imagine the artist on that book reading that script going i'll try (laughs) you know (laughs) like alan moore was like the first nine therapy sessions you know with a psychologist when i was an adult (laughs) they're like mr garber we're here to talk about your ptsd from combat i'm like yeah but it all goes back to alan moore (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like and alan moore is an amazing writer already i've read some of his scripts they're they're novels like just reading his, his comic they're novels and he's an he's an incredible novelist too but like he's kind of a dick but i i mean he's he's earned it with his with his but as uh incredible career as he's had but yeah that that's the story that's the that's when good art and good storytelling mesh is when the storytelling goes away and all you have is the art right in front of you and it's the most gruesome thing you've ever seen in comics. It just in general. And still, to me, it haunts me. I still remember him just the one slice through the girl's calf, the last killing I, that's yeah. imprinted on my brain. Just one panel, he has the knife through. And then the next panel, the, nothing changes except his hand and the, and the and all this, this line re- meant to represent the cut on the thigh. It's like, ugh! It's horrible and it's glorious Alan, and I love it. I can, I've read it's it. It's what about Alan Moore. 
Alan Moore is the example. He should be like the blueprint for, I would say if you want to be a writer, writing for comics is probably the hardest job as a writer because it's a visual medium, you know? So you have to do all this storytelling and rely on the artist to, to tell it properly. So, um, and we've all seen comic books where they got just way too many, you know, word balloons or captions and it fills up a whole freaking page and, and you're like, holy shit, dude. Like, you know, it's a visual medium, right? Like your job is to tell the artist to tell the story for you with dialogue and captions. And that's it. Being a uh, comic book writer's got to be one of the hardest sub genres of writing that there's out there. So anytime I pick up a comic book, and it's one of the things that kind of turned me off from mainstream and got me more to the indie scene because it seems like the indie guys get it. At least the successful ones. They're like, you know, less is more. I'm telling a visual story. I'm I'm putting a lot of trust in this artist to, you know, visualize and interpret what I'm what I'm telling him in the script. Um, you know, and then sometimes they throw in there, you gotta draw St. Peter's Basilica, and I just want to reach through the fucking computer and choke <laughs> him. So so Alan Moore is definitely the blueprint for that. Uh Neil Gaiman's also another one um that yeah his his story is translated well through the artist and you know exact. And if you read the script alongside the comic, you're just like, man, this guy's a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. Like this guy knows how to tell the story and he knows how to tell the story da- so damn well that he doesn't need a whole lot of words to tell it. At least mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be displayed. Yeah. So uh, like my hat's off to him, a huge fan of Alan Moore, uh, Neil Gaiman, Sandman series. Uh, oh yeah. And well, if anybody's really- listening to this and they don't know who he is, then, you know, just pat yourself in the forehead with a brick. <laughs> well, you want a really good deal. Like probably the best. I, I don't know. I, I He's done so much, uh, but probably the, the best. It's one of my favorite novels of all time is American Gods. And I just read it like five years ago and I've read it three or four times since. It's amazing. I love it. I cannot. And apparently people didn't like it when it first came out. Like I can't get enough of it. I want to go back to this world immediately. And Sandman is kind of giving me, giving me reason to go back. And it's been, kind of wonderful because there's kind of some bleed over. I can imagine that right. the American God's world is connected to Sandman in some way. Um, but like a good, a good writer will demonstrate his true quality, no matter the medium. Right. <clears throat> and so if you get a good writer on hand, it doesn't matter if he's previously an, I mean, previously a novelist or whatever, because even um, is the sand the Sandman tra- is for instance perfect example. The Sandman translated perfectly into a podcast radio drama. Like, mm-hmm. how, when's the last time we had a, a radio drama be incredibly successful since like the, what the thirties at the two radio? Come on, yeah, like nineteen forty three. Yeah, I know. When's the last time that happened? Like the Shadow knows that doesn't exist anymore. But it was amazing and it was incredible, and they embodied the characters so well. It's just the Netflix show sucked ass through a straw. Because we had perfect casting from the I think they call that felching. Oh, indeed, yes. (laughs) But we had perfect casting through the podcast that did that. That's kind of what people were expecting from the Netflix show, and it was terrible. And I think honestly, Neil Gaiman kind of let let him let himself be compromised a little bit by the DEI office at Netflix, but um, there were still (laughs) things that it did well, like Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer. The guy fashioned uh, the the guy the Neil Gaiman drew him to look like David fucking Bowie, and then but David Bowie's androgynous enough. Like, why did you need to cast that frumpy woman? And, and Gwendolyn Christie, Christie is fine actress on her own right. She's not a good Lucifer. <laughs> like, what the hell are you right. doing? 
Sorry, Hello. I just got off on a tangent there. I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading your stuff, Vagabond. This this is cool. Oh no, I was just bringing up. You know, you guys were talking about the process of like printers and stuff like that, and it's that's how you know people on Twitter are so full of shit. They're like, well, this other guy told me in this video this is how it works. I'm like, yeah, for his specific experience. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? It's not Twitter like- is cancer, man. Are you able to Twi- play Twitter, those? Uh, Twitter's a train wreck. Links. You can't stop looking at. It. Yeah. What yeah, vagabond. I did. I, I are you able to? Uh, yeah. So, uh, if you look at the second one, the second. Um, Hold on. So, I like, order but, I'm fucking starving. <laughs> yeah. If uh, if you're able to, if someone is able to present it or whatever, my computer probably start fucking up if I try that. So, um, but yeah, it's the, the it's all like the realistic uh, drawings of animals, but you, it's all their facial expressions tell the story. Gone is like the last dinosaur, and he's just an asshole to everybody. And whatever <laughs> he does, he he gets whatever he wants. So, um, I like, like it. He squares but, up with a bear. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah. you move." <laughs> Sleeping on the bear. That's great. The bear's like, "What the hell? Yeah. I can't say anything." So, so, so gone. He's <laughs> like as strong as like the Hulk or whatever. Um, it, has anyone been able to share the screen for like the people watching? Yeah, this? I can. Hold on. Give me one second. You close out the porn here. <laughs> Always close out the porn. <laughs> Actually, I don't right. think I can. No, that's not right either. What the shit? I can try. Streamyard well, being weird. Unless uh, MSK has to give us permissions or something like that. Oh, yeah. hang on. I can. Oh, I did it. Cool. Uh, I, I don't know how to get out of it, but can you see everything? There you go. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, cool. but yeah, so it's the hyper realistic drawings of animals, but the whole stories with their facial expressions. And like I said, so Gone, uh, this scene, Gone wants to travel somewhere far, but like he's real short, so he can't. So he hops on top of the lion. Worms. Yeah, <laughs> he grabs the mane and pretty much kicks the lion and rides the lion to take him where he needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, the one with uh, some of a lot of the animals do repeat certain scenes. There's a bear. Um, there's like a scene where uh, the bear is hungry and went to go get, eat some salmon and whatever, right? And Gon's eating all the salmon or whatever. And so the bear's like, Well, I'm need some too before I'm gonna starve. And like Gon like pretty much kicks his ass. And then, um, then there's another one where like Gon lays at him and like sleeps on top of him and won't move. Yeah. And Gon's like, Real heavy Bear. for like, no apparent reason, <laughs> but like That's it's hilarious. all the it's all the facial expressions of the animals. And if you can find you a copy, get it. It's um, um like I say, you're not reading anything. You're just you're looking at it's like a picture book, pretty much, of these animals' facial expressions dealing with this uh this terrorist called God. <laughs> Land before time, gone to hell. I love it. Yeah, like uh, there's a more traumatizing. Movie. Like, like he's in, he his mouth, he's like just story. fucking text test me, why don't you? <laughs> yeah, like there's another one where he's in this e- eagle's nest with the chicks and begging for food for the mother was trying to get food or whatever, and she's trying to kick him out or whatever the nest, and like eventually he uses her to get right to get a ride to some fly somewhere else. And <laughs> I, but if you, see, I, yeah. I never would have been turned on to this until I came onto this show. Yeah, um, 
<laughs> if you ever played oh. Tekken 3, that's the same dinosaur. So he was mm. so popular in Japan, they put him in Tekken 3. Are you a robot? Who, me? me? Yeah, you're kind of a robot. You're getting Mr. Krabs worthy. Are you an MCU AI writer? <laughs> I like midgets doing mathematics. <laughs> Kevin Feige bot giving me all the powers and then Blow I job. use it to. <laughs> yeah, you have to drop off back on. I'm sorry, that is baloney. So you have to drop off. Yeah, just jump on, come back in. You have a uh, baloney internet. Who here is excited for the Mandalorian and Grogu movie? You mentioned Dave Filoni. Hello. See, I'm. That's Nobody so fucking stupid. I'll, I'll go and watch it. I don't know why, because it's probably Stockholm Syndrome at this point. Like <laughs> the first two seasons of Mandalorian were awesome, and the, the third season, I was like, "The fuck am I watching?" I mean, yeah, it had a this was ending. that should have been it after two. It had a perfect yeah. ending that been the whole series. Wrapped up in a nice yeah. fucking bow. There you go. And you end it with Luke fucking Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. Like you, true you Luke, not Kathleen Kennedy, Disney, not Star to Wars. Island to die, Luke. Yeah. Okay, the Luke the we whole... all wanted. The Luke, the, it's, yeah. it's so funny because Disney learned all the wrong lessons from that. Like, oh, they, everybody will cameos. No. The reason that Luke Skywalker worked at that point is because this is the first time we got to see Jedi Master Luke kick ass which is what we wanted to see for i don't know old 40 years and what we wanted to see with the sequel trilogy but we never got and disney is too retarded and ridiculous and too far up its own ass to understand that hey maybe we should give people their heroes back not but well, the damage is already done because you know it's going to lead to jake skywalker anyway but still we got to see for one brief shining moment what a jet what a fully fledged jedi master luke would look like and you see, they know what's best for us. What's best is replacing all of Luke's EU legacy and giving it to Ahsoka. Mm. And then whatever's left after that goes directly to Rey. That's that's what we need. May not be well, what we recognize Rey's Skywalker. They're deciding what's no. best for us. What's so funny though is they set this up, and it's funny because uh both Ryan, like but the Geeks and Gamers crew, both Ryan Cannell and um and Jeremy had a hilarious theory that Ahsoka would be would be would take on the storyline of the heir to the empire books i'm sure which, she will. yeah well here's the thing they they even advertised it it was clear as day what they were doing but the, the ahsoka season one was even like thrawn is coming back as the heir to the empire it's almost like they were looking right at us being like remember this like it's like red letter media could not have made it more obvious <laughs> it, it could not have been a more perfect red letter perfect red letter media sketch but they didn't do shit with the heir of the empire the only thing resembling heir of the empire was thrawn and the chimera that's it nothing else and maybe some clones but we don't they were maybe they weren't clones i don't know they're not even doing that. They're not even doing the heir to the empire story. They're ripping off the title and ripping off its main antagonist, and that's it. Like you're not giving us anything interesting. Yes. <sighs> oh, Is wow. my mic better now? You're gonna, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're oh. going like you're going crackhead mode over there for a little bit. What's no, right now, <laughs> Last Airbender, <laughs> amazing like push of. Uh, them trying to do justice to the fans to even get me interested and not just, I, I mean, 
not just recoil when I even see anything Star mm-hmm. Wars related right now. Honestly, I'm I'm fully out. If George Lucas is not involved, I have no interest. I'm done after Obi Wan. Well, if you can't uh, even do Obi Wan correct, story. I'm good. Fuck. Yeah, that was their Darth one chance. Offer. That was my last and, chance. And, and dude, people. I people suffered Boba Fett, and I watched Obi Wan. After like, that, people were like, "Oh, what's well, go?" Andor came out, and people were like, "Andor is the best one." I was like, Andor "I didn't was care." Fantastic. Andor, no, Andor was fantastic. Andor was good. Andor was great. I like the cloak and dagger aspect of it. Yeah, it was is written. The thing is, is written by the same guy who did House of Cards. Which I don't know if you've seen. If you've seen that, it's Kevin oh, that's Spacey an amazing show. Oh, the first two seasons were good. Right? The rest, the yeah. last, the last two were shit. Yeah, but but House of Cards was amazing. But it was written by the same guy. He understands political intrigue. He understands stakes. He understands when people have 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 an upper hand over another character and how they can weasel out of that. I see because I, I I've watched House of Cards through like three or four times, and so seeing Andor, I'm like, I'm noticing some patterns here. That's a Bo Willimon. Like hell yeah. I was like that makes it makes complete sense. That's why this show is so good. It's written by a guy who's competent, who understand, understands the nuances. Because all it intrigue. is, it, all the political intrigue is all it is is adapting. Because there's really nothing otherworldly about Andor's politics. It's just <laughs> taking what we've what, what it's just taking logic and applying it to the Star Wars universe, and it makes sense because that's that's originally what Star Wars was, it was there a, for. It's, it's a political drama, which it I, is. You no, know, as a fan of House of Cards, also. Which I didn't know that. I didn't know that the same guy wrote it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, watching Andor, I was like, "Yeah, it's a little slow parts, but shit, man, it it's bubbling to something." And then with the uh, the reveal, the payoff was great, mm-hmm. and that's what I like about Andor. I might so, have to try then. No, Andor yeah. Andor is is worth a watch. It is not. It it is. It's not just. Because there are some things with Disney that you have to watch that are just like, well, not have to. You don't have to do whatever you you don't have to do anything. But there are some things that you watch. And I'm like, huh, okay, that was insulting to me. I will never see this again. But there's some things you watch like, yeah, that wasn't good. But at least it wasn't insultingly bad. Andor was not only not insultingly terrible, it was actually good. <laughs> yeah, at no head. point in Andor did Space Mary Poppins show up. So that was no, great. No lightsabers, no force, no Jedi, just people on the ground doing the best they could. And it showed the Empire. Finally, the Empire was competent. The Rebels were competent. Mon Mothma was compromised and incredibly competent. And everybody was smart. Nobody was doing stupid things for no reason. Uh, the story is very much driven by the choices of the characters, which is something I'm noticing actually in Marvel, DC, everything. Things just happen. Things just yeah. occur. It's yeah. not based. It's not. The story does not move forward. The plot doesn't move forward on the choices of the characters. Like no, House of Cards. And you have. Exactly. Yeah. You, they all lead to because like something, for instance, House of Cards, someone makes a choice and then they suffer the consequence of that choice and they have to deal with that choice and that and then find something else to do. And then the consequence of that other choice to get out of that previous situation. Suits does this brilliantly. That's good character drama because all these people's choices may have unintended consequences. You may get out of one yeah. problem, but you're setting up another problem and it makes sense. That's how that's yeah. how life works. <laughs> Instead of uh, random acts of spectacle, which is what we find in the MCU lately. Which I actually watched. Uh, I came back from watching um, Hayao Miyazaki's The Boy and the Heron, and that one is full of spectacle, but no plot. It's I was oh, really? so disappointed. Yeah. I'm so well, sorry. I haven't seen it yet. Dude, I can't wait for the 26th when Godzilla Minus One comes out in black and white. The minus one minus color. Oh, no, I didn't know that. I've already seen it. Cool. 
that will be the time to fucking see it. That is okay. a great fucking movie. And that's perfect because we just finished movie. watching Monarch on Apple Plus. So was that any good? I have I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm mixed. And I'll give it a try. I mean, it just, I like the American Godzilla movies. Fine. They are what mm-hmm. they are. You know yeah. what you're getting. <laughs> so I'm not. Right. They're big, I'm stupid, not, stompy monster movies, and they never I, pretend I, to be anything else. My <laughs> only problem with the series is that it should have stayed in the past because it jumps back and forth through different periods oh, of time almost. with the same oh, characters. That's annoying. So, I, don't mind. I, like a, I like a little time jump in here and there. If it's there dumb. is, but it was getting weird. To a point where I was like, why do I care about this? Like, they, they threw in, like, okay, well, we were in 1954, now we're in 1962. And I'm like, eh, okay. Wow. And it's like I say, with anything that doesn't make sense in a movie, I, I just pull it from um, Jay and Silent Bob. Maybe it'll further the plot, <laughs> you know? So, no, it is good. It's worth a watch. Um, uh, okay, this is this is fine. Can we get back to the regular story? Like, right. It's like, oh, we kind of went, we did this weird tangent thing and I don't know how, like, I'm hoping that it comes back and it's something pertinent to the plot, the overall story that we're trying to tell here. And there was a couple times where they're like, they just let that thread drift in the wind. They never reconnected it to the main plot. But I would I would give it an eight out of 10. It's, it's an enjoy, if you like, um, you know, the Godzilla, Godzilla movies that, have been made, you know, King of Monsters, Godzilla versus Kong, King Kong. Um, Godzilla throw, shows up like three times in, and you're just super stoked when it happens. Oh, dude. It just shows up out of nowhere. It's like, hey, oh, yeah. we're trying to, you know, lure this kaiju based on this weird little lure that we've created that emits radiation. And everybody's unprotected, just like, yeah, that's cool. It's like a sunburn. You know, and then Godzilla <laughs> shows up and he's doing, and it's the classic story. You know, scream that he does that. I can't replicate it if I could. Scream on. It's so awesome. Um, And then at the very end, spoiler alert, now King Kong's in the mix. So I'm like, season two is going to be lit. (laughs) You know, it it takes place in 2015. Movies, right? So this is kind of like a build up to the next movie. All right. So it shows you the history of Monarch and who created it and how it was funded. and created by a black guy. I'm just kidding. Cool. Morgan Freeman. You're not wrong. Oh, I was right. guessing. I ain't watched the show yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Fuck. Throw it. Black guys can't create anything but wrapping KFC chicken. That's not true. That's not true. They they created <laughs> Icon. Wire. They created baseball, <laughs> basketball. Now, uh, Soul Food was peanut butter. Butter for the first time. Uh, that's a good Godzilla movie, but like I was talking about with 28 Days Later, it does a whole jump. It, it's a good fucking movie with Godzilla in it. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, they could have ta- they would have still had a de- a good plot just dealing with post war Japan, a really mm-hmm. well shot period piece. Yeah, without Godzilla in the fucking movie, and you care it could about have been any monster. Yeah, rare times you care about the human characters in a Godzilla movie. I just I I absolutely yeah, just I love the ambiguity in the beginning where you don't really know if these 20 millimeter cannons can kill Godzilla or not, but he doesn't pull the trigger. So we'll never know. Fucking nuke doesn't kill him. Fucking nuke. Doesn't, well, this is, the thing. This is before he was new. This is before he was exposed to, uh, to radiation to make him bigger. And so yeah. the beginning of minus one. So really, uh, I just kind of love that he is responsible 
he is indirectly responsible for the, all of the destruction that takes place. Pretty much every single dead body is on him because he didn't pull the trigger. And that just compounds his guilt. And it's, oh, I just love it. Because he's already feeling bad already for the people that he died, for the people that died in the island. Like, oh, you have no idea how many people you're responsible for from now on. It's just, oh, I just, I love it. But he redeems himself in the end by removing the threat. Ugh. I, just, I love that movie. Yeah. It's definitely worth seeing in theaters. Yeah, I can't. Completely. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. I, I'm super stoked. Oh, shit. I thought you'd seen it. I just spoiled it. God damn it. Well, no, I like spoilers. Yeah. I'm sorry. If, if you I'm told sorry. me it was an absolute turd. No, you're good. You're good, man. Okay. Don't beat I, yourself I, up. No, no, white man. I spoiled white so man. much shit God for people damn. by accident. Just not under... Because nobody no, okay. stopped me. So, all right, somebody <laughs> spoiled Han Solo's death for me, and I, oh. based on my job, and I can't believe I'm admitting this publicly because there might be an investigation. I was so mad at my friend for spoiling that before I got to see it. I put him on a no-fly list for a year. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, man, it was just a joke. Can you take me off the no-fly list?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about, bro? That wasn't me." What are you talking about? I'm like, you know how easy it was to put you in there? It's a screen. There's an app. I typed your guy, name in. I had guy, all your. This guy in the blog, he made right. that. He made that long tirade post about Eric and Yellow Flash going after Ethan or whatever gay bullshit like that. And I, I just told him to stop losing his mind and stop doing crack. That's all I said. Is it possible to like Yellow Flash and EVS at the same time? Am I still allowed to do that as an American? You actually can. Well, it's funny is that Yellow Flash at least has, the, has a reason for. I mean, he's the guy who does not, as far as I know, he doesn't publish comic books. That's not his primary source of income. He's a streamer. No. He's a YouTube content creator. Ethan Van Skyver is a comic book creator and a YouTube. Creator. I'll say he's so turned into a YouTuber. One, he's turned into a YouTuber, so he needs to influencer. He influences me not to want to do that shit. <laughs> I seem to recall a certain religious text saying you cannot serve two masters. Just saying, pick one. I <laughs> mean, I won't. A dog. a dog can't serve two masters. It's very biblical, and I mm -hmm. should know that I'm Catholic, but <laughs> I'm a horrible yeah. Catholic, but I'm a Catholic. I mean, I, he could do both. It's just his primary focus is getting super chats right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I understand yeah. that the burning building gets more traction, gets more stories. I mean, that's been a news adage forever. Um, yeah. But creating the Kind of thing. I, I hate seeing the drama between any creators. You know, you guys both have your own thing. You got Cyber Frog, you got Ripperverse, you know, Black they're both stories. Well, you know, I, got, I think there's good well, shit out there. There's no reason for that. Yeah. The thing that really sucks about the whole thing is when they when they used to stream together, they were like really good, right? Or when they would come on each other's channels and talk or right. whatever. And like, and it was like they would have really good discussions and stuff. Very and good. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and honestly, we're uh, I think at this point, so at this point, we'll never get something like that ever again. Yeah. And I blame uh, Dick Masterson, and I'm not even being, I'm not even joking. I'm, I will yeah. fight Dick on air if he accepts my challenge. I will fight him. Dick Masterson is a fucking cancer. Him and Vito both. Mm -hmm. And I'll now, fight them both at the same time. <laughs> They're probably win. Vito is not very intimidating. Nobody Airborne Ranger versus fat YouTuber. Got it. He, this fucking, fucking giant headed faggot from California. <laughs> well, we're not all like that. 
Yeah, I'm not like that either. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. 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 Like I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, I, 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 I only twice a year to make sure I don't like it. Emma's <laughs> place questionable on there. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's California. Whoa. Everybody's gay once in a while. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Miss 1776, you know. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, once in a while, you got to dip in training porn and see what you like. Just kidding, people. I'm just Whoa. kidding. You know, when I fly to Cali, I should take you to Mexico. I know a perfect spot for you to get it all out of. <laughs> They're talking Hong Kong. We'll go to TJ. We'll go to the Hong Kong. We'll have a good time. Yeah. It's a vampire themed hotel with hookers. So, yeah, Hong Kong. I mean, Abelita performers. Yeah. <laughs> You've been to Abelita's? I have not. <laughs> and if Hong I was, Kong. I would never say it on air. <laughs> my, my, my lawyer's I've never been to a one is either. You. Uh, 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 well, I'll tell you guys after this. There's black people outside. <laughs> I'm scared. They're a thing. Black people exist. They do mill around. Wait, really? You go into your bathroom, turn on the mirror, and go, oh my god. Like, are you shocked when you look in the mirror? Like, oh shit! <laughs> That's a Family Guy sketch. Oh, <laughs> like a guy. Everyone, Cleveland. Holy shit, Quagmire! I just said, yeah. Who starts a conversation oh, like that? There was the episode where Cleveland got his mail there at Peter's house, and it was like Black Guy <laughs> fucking monthly or something, like Grape Soda magazine or some shit. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I love the I love the uh, the, the Asian Vietnam vet. He goes in the bathroom in the dark, turns on the turns on the light, and he's looking at himself in the mirror, like, "Oh God, oh just me, oh just me." <laughs> I don't care what people say. That show was funny. Anyone that says it wasn't, yeah, it's fucking awesome. There's they're losing they're losing their touch just a bit, but just because well, because they don't have well, it's Seth MacFarlane's not in there anymore, right? Uh, he is. He's, He's, I think he's. Oh well, no, to, he's doing the voices. He's, he, you can he, the wear and tear on his voice is evident. Yeah, and, and it's kind of sad because he, he sounds much older. Like oh, the passion's pretty gone. Uh, yeah, but like the jokes are still pretty good because they still oh, they're yeah, finally still- finally making fun of modern audiences <laughs> and the message and the stupidity well, I, of our I did modern see society. the one where uh chris and meg, meg were at uh, their cafeteria and Shut up, all meg. the pronoun people were well like, all the pronoun people were after them or something i i mean oh, and then uh they started having a brawl inside the cafeteria or some shit oh yeah, oh, that yeah that's funny as fuck oh god i haven't watched <laughs> show probably but i think my favorite modern episode from what i've seen was the uh where chris joins like the italian mafia or whatever okay the last episode i Uh, watched you're breaking uh, your mother's heart ma ma, i'll take uh, care of it ma the last episode i watched was when uh quagmire met that one lady who could have sex with as much as he could and like she would like beat his ass and she made quagmire a pimp like 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 a prostitute (laughs) And then he was having sex with someone, and then she was like, "Peter, she's trying to make me do German things. German <laughs> things." <laughs> I love Christ. Jesus Christ, Quagmire! What's the problem? <laughs> uh, oh, remember they had that song called "Credit Card Debt." Credit, Credit Card yep. Debt. <laughs> oh, that's my, that's my living room right there. 
my living room actually, is based on credit card debt and my new, my new boba fett i've actually yeah. got this boba fett oh my god <laughs> it's only eight bucks on a at a at a you know oh. toy store but whatever my my living room before i started packing looked like lucasfilm just threw up in it so i got a life-size uh biker scout on a mannequin oh shit. Um, lightsabers all over the fucking place mando's you know, disintegrating rifle hanging over the mantle or the TV, you know, has Visla's helmet, all the other Mando helmets, armor, all that shit. And that's all based on credit card debt. <laughs> I, I miss the disintegrator rifle. I'm sad they got rid of it. Yeah. Let's well, see. he's carrying the rounds on his leg. I mean, I bought, I bought yeah. the armor. I was, I was fat. I was fat Mando one Halloween. Um, it's going to look <laughs> great on the mannequin because I'll be able to like, Oh, okay. That's that's slimming, but hottest <laughs> hottest fucking armor I ever fucking wore. We're gonna do oh black people stuff. We're gonna laugh at black people tweets tomorrow on the Saturday. You're trying show. to get my ass canceled, aren't you? Oh, or posting black people L's or whatever. <laughs> oh no, it's even worse. You, it's one it's guy. worse than that. Let me um. One, let me no. Let the, me the, share the name this. before that. The name before that was ins posting f's. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. I so I just can't believe that was the name. I was like, Let okay, me, uh, I'm waiting for my Taco Bell. So I was say you'll you'll love this. George Alexopoulos. The oh, uh, if you don't <laughs> man, good artist too. Fantastic artist. Gonna be I backed Razor for this new book because of his because he's part of it. Does the this is the this actually this this shit actually still takes place. But what's crazy about like actually and I, I remember studying this in anthropology class in college. Like they treat this like dodgeball games. If someone gets hurt, they stop. They stop the warfare. They don't actually. If someone gets killed, that's a big bad thing. But they don't. It's not like there's there are very few stakes. It's their version of car. Car. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a car coming. Okay, there's a car coming over here. We got to move the nets, everybody. We're clear. Well, I do have to head out. I got to get some stuff done tonight. But it yeah. was awesome having uh, Nick come on for the first time. You know. So yeah. happy to be here. Uh, Amen. I, I'm probably getting canceled after this show, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't oh, bend the knee. So I, I was trying to ask, you know, hopefully you had a, I usually try to like bring us all for a, for the one-on-one first. Then I try to make sure like they, they can vibe with the people in the group. So, you know, hopefully oh, yeah. I, I followed everybody here on, oh, on nice. the Twitter. I saw that. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, these are people, this, this is my tribe. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Like me. So I'm, I'm in it. You, <laughs> must, you must have followed my other account because I got more. <laughs> I got two accounts. Hold on. I, I don't. I just. I saw your YouTube. You follow the black man. It's a trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Always yeah. follow the black man. No, no, no. That's no white person should say that ever. That's how you get what? credit card debt. Holy shit! I'm white. Jesus Christ! I just sat down, Quagmire. Who starts a conversation <laughs> like that? Is yours the same name? Uh, yeah, Nick Arbor Art. You'll yep. you'll find me on. I tried to make it easy for anybody that wanted to stalk my dumbass. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, Did I? found you. Hang on one second. Yeah, so, anyone have anything they want to plug before we go? Because I I'm starving when I get my food. I I'm heading out. I gotta wash my clothes too before work. Yeah, buy my shit. Go to the link. Yeah, yes, the, comic books the, are the, only eight. Cool. His comic books are only eight dollars. Q mine. That's because you live in Barstow, man. It's, it's a short. It's a short trip I'm, there for the mail service. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, I live in New, New I York. I live in San Diego. It's like like I should probably just drive it to you. It'd be there less than the shipping. Holy shit, these are expensive. Yeah, and I didn't say cheap. To, I didn't say cheap. I said inexpensive. Books, the books come out Wait till you read it. Then it might be cheap. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 well, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I'm sweatshop over here. <laughs> you got nice. child labor going over there yeah. from Chinese kids? I, I, I just No, it's 
South, South American labor. I mean, okay, it's good. Yeah, May, make sure you enslave the black kids. Chinese yeah. kids are okay, not a slave. All, the all funny the, thing. I tried to hire the guys from Nike, but they're busy. <laughs> yeah, getting canceled. <laughs> Jumping oh, out of windows. Oh God. The, the funny thing is, my uh, Twitter account for my actual oh, YouTube channel, I never post anything on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing on the Twitters. Yeah, well, no. my other account, where I guess when I picture blew up with Ryan Kennel, that like, uh, that I was like, well, I'll just monetize this account. <laughs> so, well, just get with oh, MSK man. if you want to find me on any other socials. He'll he'll definitely probably sell you my information. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I just added you back. I'm just uh, oh, well, awesome. Um, well, yeah, you'll see Vagabundo Devon, and you'll see uh, <laughs> uh, saw it the runaway Vagabond. Yeah. yeah there we go. See, this is how connections are made without pregnancy, which is also awesome. Yeah, Nick, are you going to try to go to the uh, uh, second week in April, I think it is, in Vegas, the uh, F&T meetup? Meet uh, I know nothing about it. Uh, sounds interesting. Yeah. there. I mean, even if you don't follow the show, there's a lot of different comic book people. It's just a good fucking time. And I like so, Vegas. Yeah. My wife's from there, so I get to she can go visit a mom and I'll go fuck around with people. Go be gamble, awesome. try to yeah. rob the Mirage yeah. Bellagio, the MGM Grand. Yeah. I, I like the win personally. Um, for some reason, their slot machines are I like my own personal ATM. It's awesome. Wait, wait do you go to a Hollywood casino or Saquon or any of those? Or you're in no, um, probably. We're, we're uh, wanting to hit up uh, Jamul, the Jamul Casino. Oh, Hamul? Hamul, Jamul. I'm a white dude. <laughs> Like Jamul, Jamul. I'm just gonna go down to that Jamul Casa. No, the, uh, like I said, I, I'm born and raised in San Diego, so I, so uh, yeah, I, I grew up in Oceanside, San Diego County. Uh, I can't shit for that. They're like, you're not from San Diego. I'm like, San Diego County. Fucking <laughs> who cares? Okay, I, I um to get the best chicken tacos in San Diego, uh, go to Chicano Park. There's this place called Los Cuatro Milpas. There's a line out the building. Don't be afraid of the line because my wife's they're real fast. Is the best chicken taco. Just saying, that's where you get the best ones. <laughs> I go to the front of the line because I'm a border patrol agent and I just show up and people start scattering. It's awesome. Uh, you probably see me in secondary. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, you guys. Don't wanna, you guys don't want to. Did eat I clear my that, dude? You guys don't want to eat my wife's chicken taco? No, not even at all. Okay, like because we know it's your crusty. Didn't you order from Taco Bell, bro? And I'm from Texas. <laughs> Which Texas? part of Texas? Houston. Houston. Uh, oh, my, uh, a my dad, he's a Cowboys fan. My dad lives in Texas. Fan. No. <laughs> oh, I like my TVs intact. I don't want to punch them every week. Oh, yeah, that's Lord. why you're not a Dallas fan. <laughs> exactly. It's true. Texas my wife's a Dallas you. fan. I, I thought she was going to punch my TV. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, here's a pillow. <laughs> yeah, he, punch uh, me. Don't punch Strider. the TV. The TV did nothing. Strider knows with his team, they won't win enough for him to get mad enough to actually punch the TV. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, that's true. But you know, uh, CJ Stroud is doing pretty good. Is the first is the fancy first fancy quarterback we've had in a very in a, in a very long time, doing really well. So I mean, could build up the team to be a playoff. A playoff right. city next year. Who knows? So, you saying when you have no expectations, you can never be let down. See, exactly. exactly. I just like, like going to the games see, for dirt cheap while right I still now. can. Here, I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan. That's been our motto forever. That was a good game. <laughs> yeah. Let me show you guys this really quickly before we go. Uh, 
All right. So I, I need to actually download this meme because I need it so much because this is my life, essentially. This is why I can't get surprised at Riververse detractors anymore because, you know, so I just live by this. <clears throat> just live by that and you're good. We were low, but holy fuck, man. I posted that about my Bengals many a time. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man. I think that's what most women think about me. My expectations was low, but holy fuck. Yeah, damn. We, we set that far. Fucking low, dog. About. <laughs> All right. And uh, you're still, still disappointed. So, a Vagabond, you got anything you got to plug before we go? Yeah. Uh, I'll try to. Side being I'll black. Me semi blog the. Um, uh, MegaCon event or whatever, I'll be there on Saturday. And you're going to get me some free cool. clout while you're there? Maybe. Uh, when you're there, stop by Seclusion Studios booth. It's a friend of mine. Pick up All shit. Right. Or All right, just I will. tap him in the balls. <laughs> Tell him it's from Nick. He'll know. He'll understand. Harass him like Avery yeah. harassed Jasmine, right? <laughs> yeah. Put a hand on his shoulder. Call him, call him rape. And then, right. and then tap him in the balls. Yeah, then tap him in the balls, and then make and then him punch him to perpetuate black, black stereotypes. You know. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll, um. But yeah, I'll definitely be there. I might. <laughs> I, I I might make some videos this weekend. I have to see. <laughs> so definitely, cool. man. I'm jealous because I I've always wanted to go to MegaCon, so I'm I'm very jealous. Yeah, we, I'm going to the FNT awesome. meetup, so um, yeah. I'm going to schedule well, the days out. So I I hope they announce it. It it would be great if it's a week. They're going to announce it next week. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm crossing my fingers. It's on weekdays because if it's on weekdays and it's Wednesday, Thursday, then I can go up there for both days. If it's two days on the weekend, I'm probably I can only really just go a day. I'm almost 100 percent sure it's going to be Wednesday, Thursday, or that's good. Thursday. My days off, that'd be good. I mean, I can just go both days, honestly. Right, and if know, I quit my job by then, I'll try to make it down there. Whatever. <laughs> 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 just start sniffing crack and then sell crack to yeah. black people. No, I, I'm planning to give them my two week notice in the uh, in the middle of February. You just can't do it anymore. Nice. Well, I plan to just work more for myself, whatever. So yeah, I'll, okay, your own I'll time, man. Entrepreneur, yeah, <laughs> so, your own boss, nothing like it. Yeah. Oh, uh, Iron, you got anything going on? I do. Uh, the panel, sh my weekly show will be launching next week. Uh, based on everybody's availability, the best time uh, I've come up with it'll be weekly. At around uh 5 30 p.m pst it'll run no longer than 90 minutes i'm going to keep that strict i don't want to keep people i know everybody has other shows to get on everybody here is either going to be coming on your show immediately after or they're going to ball busters or they're going to comic shop top <laughs> so i just want to keep it short and sweet just going to be a good time and uh strider vagabond if you guys are still wanting to uh attend let me know so i can get your intros ready yep. it's gonna be yeah yeah I'm, I, I can attend um, sign me up okay well, well like i get off 8 30 my time so which is 5 30 you guys' time i guess yeah oh yeah that's perfect and if you you can come in i'll send you the link ahead of time you don't have to be there early or anything it's not going to be All real right. formal but yeah, yeah open then... guys. if you can make it one week that's fine you can't the next it's whatever but I, you want to have everybody so when i know who's coming each week to have the circulating intros what day again or what day hmm? it's what gonna day? be friday at uh fridays at 5 30 p.m and it'll only run about an hour and a half all right yeah gonna keep that, 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 that can work yeah you have an open invite as well if you ever want to come on man yeah know. um i got a podcast that i do called the blasters and blades it sometimes it's on fridays but um yeah, sounds like a good time. 
Uh, okay. I'll make it work. I'll, I'll definitely help. I'll get my announcements when we're done. Uh, Strider, you got anything planned? <clears throat> Besides being white and anarcho capitalist and conservative, <clears throat> Republican, alt right, Nazi conspiracist. Oh, yeah, you're just flattering me. Uh, but as, I, as I, mentioned, I already said I was going to sleep with you. You don't have to, you don't have to spell it harder. I mean, buy me a drink first, but that's enough. Um, I just watched, uh, I just watched, uh, the boy and the heron earlier tonight. So I'm going to watch, I'm going to do a review and I'm, I don't want to do this review. I don't want to do it. I was very disappointed, yeah. but, um, if you, but if you want to watch it, go right ahead. If you want everything spoiled for you, what little story there is, that's the only spoiler I'll give, but yeah, I'll give a, yeah, I'll be dropping a, a review of that probably this week. Okay. Uh, Nick, you got anything going on, man? Uh, right now I'm just doing editorial stuff on our speedster comic, uh, Quickwire. So I'm reviewing the artwork to make sure it jives with storytelling from, uh, Matthew Jasso. Tell Matthew I said hi. Uh, tell him. I will. Yeah. He, he calls me more than my mother and she's been there <laughs> for 10 years. So yeah. Matthew, stop playing hard to get and come on the show than the panel ones. He'd be playing hard to get. Enough foreplay, Matt. Come on. Goddamn. Over there in Tomball, Texas. So because, you know what, Matt, live there. Matt tried to pull this thing. I was like, he didn't want to say the word woke because he said he doesn't like that stuff, but he's like, well, the stuff's not that good right now. It's not selling much. But I was like, Matt, stop doing and that. Why? Say it's bad. Just why say it's is it bad. not selling? Why is it I not love good? conversations with Matt because <laughs> there, there's always a little dance. It's there's a little foreplay involved, but oh, I love that. God, man. Make it um, <laughs> I like he talked to me today. He's like, hey, I sent you the full uh plot synopsis for the next four issues i was going to keep them from you like a previous artist or writer used to do to me he'd like he'd keep everything secret so if he had happened to die i would have no idea where the story is going or where to pick up and matt matt uses those stories and then makes them funny he's like yeah i was gonna hold them from you and not let you in even though you're the creator of the series you know but i decided against that because i want to get paid i'm like that was a good choice mm-hmm. yeah Agree. All right. Uh, as you guys know, since we're on episode 292, the Iron Man podcast stuff is done. I have two ways of that one episode potentially going out on a certain direction. I'll have the Vagabond way. Then I'll have my other way. But if that doesn't happen, then I'll have to use a fail-safe option. But the Iron Man podcast is all closed my back account. I can start putting episodes out now. That is done. We got one part of my uh, goal for 2024 done. And we'll just talk about what I messaged you. I'm going to do my best for your yes. 300th episode to do an homage ASM 300 cover for you. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. yeah. Just may, make sure it's me naked with a big giant dick. Like I said, I had a stroke, so we'll we'll see how the right hand works. It's, <laughs> it might look like some Frank Miller shit. I don't know. Like I've always oh. told people before, you know, I'm always, you know, interested in, you know, bringing on new people. We have always need, sometimes need. Instead of webs, he's using his penis as the traveling device. You know, you know, sometimes we need like, you know, new perspectives, new people, always, you know, spice things up, maybe making sure they're, they're yeah. in on what we're going to be doing here, which is nothing, essentially just having good conversation, just chilling, just doing our thing. That's it. You know, That's nobody good. has any drama afterwards. When this show's over, you leave me the fuck alone. I'm going home. Well, I'm already home. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, go do your own thing. You know, we come back. That's what you should do it here. So Iron Man Podcast stuff is done. We have other people joining, potentially panelists too, but just depends. Another lady's going to be joining too. She knew me because talk who Professor Savage did, actually. So, you know, got two new panelists out of this week. is awesome. Nick came on, and we have another white lady. Why are some white people? They're always more willing to help. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like I'm fitting a diversity quota right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it on my resume. It's going to be like, all right, work for uh, Upper Deck as a Marvel artist, <laughs> independent comic creator, 
Upper Deck Entertainment? White white dude, yeah. yeah upper Deck. The Upper Deck. Yeah, the card. One that had the lawsuit. Oh, my. Well, that, another conversation for another day for that one. So They um, pay me, I draw shit. So <laughs> Not shitting in the toilet tank. Um, anything else there? No, uh, more YouTube content's coming out. I, everybody knows it's, it's gotta be a consistent grind to get back to where I was before, but it's fine. Views or whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm putting out the videos. I like what I'm putting out. It's all that matters at the end of the day. All right, guys. 300 episodes coming up. Episodes, fucking eight episodes. I, I, I gotta calculate that. So that way the 300 episode special does not hit like a one-on-one. You know, I gotta make sure it's a panel when we do it for. Right. Should. Fuck. Eight episodes. I'll go to Party Damn. City, get some poppers. So if, if all things calculated right, so tomorrow's episode is 293, Sunday's is 294, Joe's is 95, then we have Monday show, 96, Tuesday's is 97, 98, woo, kind of close, <clears throat> 300 should be Wednesday's top G's with reviewing ISO number two, that's where it should be. So I have to win, bring, I'll do what I can. You should uh, bring Mike on, I was telling you about. Mike? He's white and old and black. Yeah, but <laughs> old and black. Hmm. I'll I'll try and see if I can calculate the right episode to have three hundred on. But yeah, thank you guys for coming out. See you guys later. See you guys tomorrow for Saturday SmackDown WWE style. <sighs> Get naked, butt naked in wrestling. Peace out, everyone. Have a great night, everybody.